Check one, check two, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's pay some bills real quick. Get this shit popping. Hoodstocks podcast is brought to you by looking for some good quality cannabis. I mean, killer quality cannabis. Hit up the folks at Killer Kush. They specialize in bringing you the best quality available from OG to exotic. They got it all, baby. Hit them up at KillerKushCali at gmail.com or follow them on IG at KillerKush underscore underscore 420. And that's how you can find their nearest location. And if you're in the city of East Los Angeles, yes, sir, East LA Exotics, they are located at 6009 East Olympic Boulevard. This podcast is also brought to you by Gutter Phenom. Gutter Phenom is a lifestyle brand that is dedicated to supporting and inspiring individuals who are determined to achieve their dreams. We believe that no matter where you come from and what you've been through with hard work and dedication, anything is possible. A portion of our proceeds are donated to organizations that provide vocational training for parolees and scholarships and for those in need of drug and alcohol treatment. Visit gutterphenom.com and use exclusive code hoodstocks20 to receive 20% off your order today. This podcast is also brought to you by Apish OG. Follow them on Instagram at Apish underscore OG and you can pull up on them in the city of Maywood at OG Nation. Come get your flowers, edibles, one-stop shop for all your needs, baby. Let's go. This podcast is brought to you by Origin Bakery Equipment, your one-stop shop for all your bakery and restaurant equipment needs. Home-based to wholesale commercial bakeries, new and used. Follow them on Instagram at Origin Bakery Equipment LLC or pull up on them in the city of South Omani at 10441 Rush Street. This podcast is also brought to you by introducing Go Loco, Baby Loco, and Baby Loca for the ladies, the cannabis pre-roll brands that will take your smoking experiences to the next level, baby. We understand that smoking cannabis is not just a habit it's a lifestyle that's why we've carefully crafted our pre-rolls to provide you with the ultimate smoking smoking experience follow them on ig blackswan.la follow them on ig blackswan.la let's go casey are you ready let's get it is it game time it's game time are you motherfuckers ready yeah welcome to hoodstocks baby yeah, on a memorial day. Uh, love, respect to all our fallen soldiers that give us this freedom to talk our shit and live the life, you know, the way we want to live it underneath our roofs, right? We love you. Thank you for your service. Let's go. Yeah. said to all our fallen soldiers that have served this great country RIP thank you for your service and the freedom you have provided us you have provided us with 
which is the ultimate sacrifice. We love you. To the families, thank you. We love you as well. I want to give a big shout out, a special shout out to my G, Mark Hernandez. Friend of the podcast, a friend of my neighborhood. Mark, Mark Hernandez has lost his fight with cancer. Um, Casey, Mark Hernandez. Dude, I really, I didn't, I met, I met him at, uh, when he came to my work and he, uh, he was super nice and he brought us all those, uh, brought us all kinds great of gifts. Stuff. Yeah. He brought us all kinds of stuff from furniture and it's unfortunate, man. Uh, respect to his family. My condolences, man. Um, okay. Well, we've all been waiting for this. Sorry to start the podcast off like that. But sometimes we have to pay respects to the ones that we love and the ones that have supported uh, not only us in our personal lives, uh, but has supported this podcast directly. Mark Hernandez, man. Uh, rest easy, baby. You know what I mean? We love you, brother. And we will keep your uh, name, your spirit alive. All right. You guys have all been waiting for this, man. We got a legend in the casa, man. This dude, unbelievable talent. Been doing it since way back. Everybody Give it up for Willie Barcena. I like that, man. Sounds like there's a lot of people in here with that. That's good. Well, there actually is. We got a, we got a casting couch over there. Let's, we do. let's take it to the casting couch. Oh, look what we got. We got we got butt fucker number one and butt fucker number two. And then we got a blow up doll. You know what I mean? I don't know who's the top, who's the bottom. You know what I mean? But they're going to make it happen somehow, some way. How are you gentlemen doing? We got Young Beeves and uh, Elias Zapeda in the casa. Turn the fucking mic on, Beeves. Turn the mic on. Come on, bro. Come on, dog. You're never going to get out the karaoke bar, bro. You got to learn how to use a mic, dog. Flip the switch. Oh, hold on. That was my fault. Go ahead. Do it again. Um, flip the switch, Lucky. Flip, flip the, the switch. switch. That was me. What's cracking? What's cracking? Shout out to all the goonies. Yeah. Love you guys, man. Thank you guys for sitting in, man. I wanted you guys to come through and pull up and, uh, and uh, just... Uh, Enjoy this uh, experience with the legend we have right here, uh, Willie. How you doing, Willie? I'm doing great, bro. Thank you for having me, man, first of all. you know, And, and then you started off the show giving respects uh, to your friend. And I think in many ways, man, when, you know, we, you, when someone passes away, we celebrate, you know, their life, you know. So I think saying it off, you know, just when you're starting off the show like that, I think that's beautiful, bro. So I think, you know, because I think many people uh, – you know, it, it gets negative, and I think it should be positive, and it should be celebrating someone's uh, existence. You Absol know what I'm saying? Ab so, absolutely. Those are my two cents on that. No, 100%. <laughs> I mean, this dude was, this dude just got diagnosed with cancer, what, a year ago? See, bro, that's why I don't go. A year ago, bro. A year ago. <laughs> Honestly, that's why men do not go to the hospital, because we don't want to hear, oh, man, you got like a year. And we figured if we never go... You know, we'll never hear you got a year, <laughs> you know. So I don't know, bro. I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that he passed away. I've had a lot of friends pass away, but I'm a big pussy when it comes to go. Have you go to the, you go to the hospital and check yourself, bro? Check it out, bro. I got a story for you that just happened not a week ago, but two weeks ago, uh -huh. bro. Two weeks ago, bro. So my doctor was on my bumper, bro. You know, he's like, hey, 
bro, you got to pull up already, man. You're ordering all this medication through the, the text message or the, the, the port that they got. Because yeah. I'll, be, I'll be trying out all kinds of shit. Ever since I got Kaiser insurance, bro, right. I've never had insurance in my life, bro. Right. And now that I'm in the <laughs> union, I got Kaiser insurance. I want to try that. I want to try that. I want to try that. Bro, I get all the pills, bro. Okay. Real yeah. shit. So anyways, my doctor was on my bumper. He's like, man, you got to pull up already. I need to see you. Bop, bop, bop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I pull up, bro. Well, the first the first appointment I missed it. The did you do the blood? Did the blood tests and all that? On you? The, the, so I, bro, I'm sitting right. I'm sitting in the motherfucking in, in the in the doctor's office, bro. He pulls up and he you know checks the heart uh-huh. uh, and then checks the back. You know goes up and down with that uh, testis. What is it? That's a, somebody say it right. Stethoscope. Yeah, that's Mike Tyson. I want to hear Mike Tyson say it because she got the coffee. <laughs> so. Um, and so, anyways, he does that and he goes he goes. Um, do you mind if I check your prostate? Right. Oh. And I said, well, hold on a second, doctor. I said, what does that consist of? He goes, well, I'm gonna, I want to check your uh, genitals. Right. You know, uh. your general area. And he goes, I said, I said, all right. So I dropped my drawers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I got my balls and dick hanging out. More right. balls than dick. Mm-hmm. And he, he feels around. He feels around the balls. Right. You know what I mean? And he, he yanks on them. And he's like, all right, yeah, that feels good. And he goes, do you mind turning it around for me? Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, and you know, come on, bro. I'm I thought not, they didn't I'm, do that anymore. I thought that the finger was gone. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I thought that it was a got so, doctor. Yeah, maybe, yeah, bro. Maybe he's got a thing for me. I don't know, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm a good-looking guy, bro. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You know, I, like, I, I probably look like I got a tight ass, bro. I don't know, but all right, but so what happened? Deceiving. All right, so what happened? So, so anyways, I turn around, So he's bro. got the glove on. He's got the glove on, bro. Mm-hmm. He came in with the gloves, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he goes, mm-hmm. uh, you mind bending over for me, you know? And And so I was like. I, so I did like a half lean for him, uh-huh, right. you know, and he's like, he's like, nah, he goes, he goes, uh, he goes, you need to bend over, you know, and he really wanted me to assume the position like, in a real way. Like I was in the LA County jail, bro. Long story short, bro. I, I, I'm 46 years old, bro. Mm-hmm. I know my little sister died of cancer, bro. I have anxiety oh. about that, bro. So right. I understand the importance of this man's finger in my ass. Yeah, I get it, bro. Wait, you, got, you got it like this is serious. You but at the same time, you're like, there's a finger sound? in my ass. You know what I mean? It's a, Did that sound it's, fucked up? I understand it. No, it's a dilemma, bro, because you're, it is a life and death situation. But at the same time, without thinking about that, there is a man putting a finger up your ass. So, you're right, you know? So anyways, bro, I bend over, bro. You know? I thought, I thought I bend- he put a Bud Light up your ass. Shout out to Bud Light, baby. Today's podcast sponsored by Bud Light. And I'm speaking of fingers in the ass. Yeah, we got the best sponsors ever. Um, it makes sense. Um, so anyways, I bend over, bro. And, um, you know, he stuck a finger in my ass like mm-hmm. he's stuck a finger in a dude's ass a hundred fucking times, bro. He did it like nothing. Like It wasn't or, special. Or, or maybe the back door was just all the way open that it went in so easy. I don't know what's going on, bro. But he stuck it in there. Pop, 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 pop. Did that with his finger. And then, and, and then he fucking just turned his back to me, bro. Yeah. Turned his back to me. And I said, what's wrong, Doc? Was it not tight enough? No, bro. I, I know in your heart. I know in your heart you were thinking like, "Oh shit, what did you what did you find?" Right, bro. That had to be wait. Like, he turned his back to me, took a glove, and he threw it in the trash can. And and I was like, "Doc," I said, "I said, hey, this is between me and you, right?" Right. And I'm dead serious. Oh, yeah. I said, "This is between me and you too." He says, "Come on, doctor, patient confide- confidentiality." Right, right. He goes, "I do this all the time. I know it's not something you're used to, you know, mm-hmm. or." Maybe you are, right. you know, but um. anyways, I got it out the way and I said, well, how's everything? And he goes, it's good because he All said, right. I guess by just sticking a finger in the ass right there, that is the prostate. Yeah. And, and, and I guess they would be able to fill 
yeah, yeah. If if um if it's enlarged, if it's enlarged, then you got issues, right? It's, it's, so I I don't know why I thought it would just be one finger. I don't know why there had to be two fingers in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wow, bro, I, I've never heard of two fingers. <laughs> I think this stock is bullshitting. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, but my doctor's office was at the swamp meet, dog. Did he, did, he play an, did he play an oldie for you, too, before you started it? <laughs> he said, oh, let me set the tone, dim the lights. <laughs> dim the lights real now, quick. Well, I'm glad you're okay, bro. Honestly, I'm glad. You know, listen, and listen, let's... let's and for Latinos, we're... we're there's the, the macho-ness in us for the old school... Out there, man, we have trouble with that, but it does save lives, you know, going and getting checked up. But uh, I, I should go. I don't know. I just don't ever want to see him at the market because I'm going to be thinking he's thinking in his head. Oh, I funk, I finger right. fucked that guy right there. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be yeah. re- try to read the look on his face, dog. You know? Um, have you ever had that done to you? No, bro. I no. I, when I die, I just want to die. I want to die fast. Hey, well, bring well, the doctor. Know, bro, you're just in luck. We have a doctor in the house. Bring the doctor over here right now. <laughs> Yeah, I want to die fast, but I don't, I, I don't know, man. You know, this is, I, we all have our different views of our existence. And me is like, I, I enjoy the ride. You know, people always say, live, live, like, live your life like it's your last day. And I've been doing that for, forever, man, since I was a kid. So to me, if I was to go tomorrow, man, don't cry for me, Argentina, because I've lived for like four people. You know what I mean? I've enjoyed it, bro. I've never, I've never... I mean, look at what I do for a living, man. I, I, I get up in the morning, get up whenever I want to get up, eat whenever I want to eat, and then write jokes, and then go somewhere and perform and get a check, drink. You know what I mean? You live and, in a dream, and, and yeah, I've been doing that for three decades, man. Wow. And people, you know, there's one thing. I mean, I've been around for a long time, man, and, and I grew up with all these cats, and, and I tell my audience this. I tell them, like, they say you, you become what you think about, right? We manifest our existence. We, we manifest everything in our surroundings. Like it's, it's what we think about is what's around us. And even as a young comic, man, I remember when I was a baby comedian and then, and I was, I was good friends with, with Paul Rodriguez, you know? And he always took me under his wing. Paul was always a good cat to me, man. But even back then, I remember we would go eat and we would get eat and he couldn't eat because everybody wanted to take a picture, you know? And I remember being a young comic going, fuck that, I don't want that. I just want to tell my jokes and eat wherever I want to eat and have nobody fuck with me. And so I've always said, I always wanted to be stripper famous, bro. You know what I mean? It's like when you go to a strip club and you see the stripper and the stripper's fine as fuck and you give her money, you take a picture with her. But as soon as she changes clothes and she goes outside, nobody knows who the fuck she is. That's how famous I wanted to be. Just tell my jokes, sign autographs, take pictures. But if I go eat, you know, a taco truck down the street or whatever, or wherever I go, I just don't, you know what I mean? I enjoy the calmness of so, just being. Sorry, sir. It doesn't work like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got a, you got the cold awakening that you can't just uh, walk out and. and no, I'm not saying yourself. I'll be a dick. When people come up to me, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm cool as fuck, man. But I'm just saying. For me, I think, you know, I just, I, I, you know, everybody has their own thing, you know. I remember being, I remember when I was a, a young comic and I had a gordito, used to, come, used to do open mic at, at a comedy club, you know, Fluffy. And I remember him as a young comedian, man. He just always, he, even as an open micer, bro, he would talk about fame and fame and I want to be famous and I want to make money. I used to look at this little fat fucker, right? Like, this little fucking guy, man, you know? What the fuck is he thinking? All right, you're later, he's... Fucking rich as fuck and famous as fuck, right? And and that's yeah. what he wanted, you know. He he projected that. That's what he got. But uh, for me, nah, man, I just 
I want to make some money and get laid and drink. You know, it's a testament, <laughs> you know, 100%. Yeah. Brother. And I think, I think that's a life that all men want to yeah. want to live, brother, you know. Um, but we are what we think, you know. Yeah. And, and I had to take a cold road through that ter- rough terrain, bro, because I had to rewire. At one point in my life, I had to rewire my, my brain, you know, mm-hmm. of, of Thinking the right things, you know. Right. You think positive, positive outcomes are gonna are gonna come into fruition, right? You know. Yeah, but okay, that's a good thinking. But when people, what what people miss in that form of thinking, which you think good, good things will happen, that is very true. But at the same time, you're always gonna have obstacles, and people think the minute an obstacle comes, they go, ah, fuck it, this shit don't work. All this positive thinking I've been doing, and look at this shit happen. Well, they ain't cut know? out for it, so, then, bro. So it, it happens. I mean, for those people out there that. Uh, don't believe in manifesting and you believe like something bad happened it, it, that's just part of it part of it and I, and and like I tell my sons man when they get all awitados and shit you know they get sad because the shit happens in life I tell them don't look at anything as a problem if, if people when you look at things as a problem it becomes a problem because you already said problem look at everything that happens to us as a puzzle how do I figure this puzzle out and as, and if and then now life becomes fun because when you have something come at you, you you have to you know like okay how do I how do I attack this in a puzzle way like how do I move the pieces and 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 make it work for me versus like oh problem oh problem not another problem before you know it you know you're like woe is me like oh fucking you know life is so hard if you just say hey there's a puzzle here and there's a lesson with this puzzle so that's my that's my view yeah at no. issues. I, yeah, I, I feel you on uh, your view on that, brother. I mean, if life was so easy and there wasn't obstacles, then everybody would be at the finish line, bro. Yeah. And not everybody can go, unfortunately. You know, some people need to stay back and, and serve them burgers at McDonald's. Some people need to go, so on and so forth, right? And so I think the obstacle of life is is amazing and it's fun. And and, and if you love a challenge, you shall succeed, you know what I mean? Yeah, but a lot of times you got to remember, our DNA, or who we think about, if we're always depressed, if we're always uh, amargados, if we're always thinking negative, you got to remember, they've done tests. They've done tests, man, where where, where if your uh, symptoms that you have and your characteristics, it's in the, because you're the makeup of a DNA, a DNA of two people. So you got to remember, your mom and dad, as much as you love them, they both have good and bad in them. You know, you might have a mom that's very sweet, but then she's always very judgmental. You might have a dad that's cool, but he's an asshole. So sometimes you get you get both of the DNAs from the parents that are fucked up. What makes and then you end up being like a super dick. So here's what it is: they've proven that you can change how you act if you can honestly say, "I this is how my father is. I have some of his traits." And I don't want them. They say if you recognize the traits, you could change them. But to say things like, okay, it is what it is. That's how my father was. That's how I am. You know, I can give a fuck. Okay, nothing's going to change. But if you actually um, acknowledge that you have some of these issues, you literally can make a change in, in, your, in your persona, man. Hundred percent, bro, and that and that other way of saying just fuck it, it is what it is. That's kind of like a that's a loser mentality, bro. Right, you know, and you're gonna stay broke, and you're gonna stay upset, and you're gonna stay saying fuck it. You're gonna have a life of fuckets, you know, yeah, all bro. the way through, bro. And and it could potentially be a good life. 
Yeah. You know, I've, I've had a good life at a point, mm-hmm. a, a good chunk of my life of fuck it, yeah. fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. You know what I mean? And I had fun as hell, bro. I fucked yeah. a lot of pussy. Yeah. I did a lot of drugs and I committed a lot of crimes, bro. Right. Right. You know, and it was fun. But the, 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 but it seems to me, what by hearing you talk, bro, that you had a at some point in your in in your life you had a realization. You came to something that I don't know what it was, bro. You know, a lot of people call it the universe. You know, people call it God. People call it all, it's all kinds of crazy names, and it's all the same thing. So you, I think there was a point where you had a realization. I got fed that, up with myself, bro. Yeah, well, I looked in the mirror, bro, and I was fed up with the person that I was looking at, bro. Right. You know, but there's that, that, and that, was, a, that was a crossroad in my life. And there was other things that, that catapulted me into this direction that I am now, bro. But I, I, I still have a good time, bro. I mean, I didn't yeah. fucking turn uh, uh, Victory Outreach yeah. Minister, yeah. you know right, what I mean? Right, right, Thumping right. the Bible on motherfuckers. Like, yeah. nah, bro, I changed my life, but I can still have a beer. I can smoke some weed. Right. I can eat some mushrooms, you know. Right, we right. can drink some fucking tequila, doggy, right. you know what I mean? No, no, absolutely, You know, bro. some people go fucking hardcore, bro. Yeah. You know, listen, brother, I, I believe everybody has their own journey. And for those cats, if that worked for them, to me... More power to them, bro. That obviously you you're you're in a different state of mind. You have you have a different reality, and that works for you. To me, as long as you're moving forward, man, I'm um, I'm like you know I'm I'm like you're on the you're on the right path. Whether you're a, whether you're you know knocking on doors and talking about God to people, or smoking weed, going man, you gotta chill the fuck out, man. You know there's a universe out there. You gotta connect. And, you know I'm I'm cool with that too, bro. I like it all, bro. <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent. Having having a well rounded uh, uh, array of friends is always good, you know. Oh yeah, bro. You know, being around just different people and just uh, appreciating everybody and whatever they're fucking tripping on, bro. Like, yeah. hey, that's you, bro. But let's talk about you, big dog. You know, you man, brother. This is an absolute. Uh, just a pleasure, bro. A notch in the yeah. Hoodstock's belt, bro, to have you on this platform right here, bro. I mean, mm-hmm. I watch your shit, dog, for many years, brother, and you are funny as fuck. You go in on the crowd, bro. I mean, it's no holds bar. I just looked at my comments before I fucking came on. We went live, and they said, oh, shit, the Suge Knight of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they called you, brother. No, bro. You know, listen, man, for me, it's, it's been a hell of a ride, man. I mean, I got here from Mexico when I was seven, bro. I used to sell oranges on State Street, you know? Well, I didn't even speak English, bro. I remember as a little boy, I don't know, I was like 10, 11, and my, my hero was Steve Garvey, you know, from the Dodgers. Yeah, like I, I, I Like, I had a poster of uh, Steve Garvey. Did you say pitcher? No, what, Steve Garvey. No, no, it was the first baseman, bro. It was back first in the day. baseman, okay. My yeah, n- number six, bro, 10-time All-Star. Anyway, so I had I had him, and then, um, so I had this life, you know, and my mom was fucked up, bro. I was raised with a single parent. My father was a piece of shit. My mom was fucking sick, abusive, bro. Like, you, you can't get, uh, she's just abusive, bro, like physically. And break you down uh, uh, mentally. I always heard, uh, I, I'm surprised I could even function, bro, because I remember growing up, I always heard words like, oh, estás retrasado. Like, which means you're retarded. Estás retrasado, pendejo. And, and like, you know, and then she would have trouble with bills and she would take it out on me with fucking whips, you know, and whooping ass. So then you fast forward, you have children, and my son playing uh, travel ball, my oldest at the time, Willie, Willie uh, was uh, uh, 14, and he was playing baseball, and we're playing with him, and then he's in the travel team, and Steve Garvey's kid is in our travel team, bro. Ryan, which is the second youngest, and I told my, which is crazy, bro, here comes this little mojadito that sold oranges, and he's playing with the fucking guy that was his hero, you know what I'm saying? And then, and my son's a trip, bro, because I tell him, you know who that is? 
And my son goes, yeah, that's Ryan. No, fucker, that's dad. And, you know, and he was like, you right now, was your bitcher? You like that, right? He didn't yeah. fucking know. Well, no, no, hold on a second. Let me correct this real quick. What was playing, right. what was playing always in grandma's and dining room? The Dodgers, bro. So check it out, bro. No, I got, I got, I might have got him confused with Oral Hershiser. How about that, dog? No, now we're even with that Hoodstock's Woodstock, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what, brothers and man, uh, uh, for me, uh, with, you know, the, with the ride, you know, from coming from Mexico and not, it was, it was hard for me to, uh, to pick up English, man, for whatever. And now, now that you get older and you assess your life, now I know why English was so hard for me, bro. Because I remember as a kid, uh, my mom would I try to my mom would tell me to read, and I was always out uh, stuttering all the time, right? And she would in Spanish, pinche tartamudo, you know? She'd be like pinche tartamudo, and I'm fucking trying to read words, and then I and then she'd smack me and. And, you oh, bro, it was, bro, who the fuck can read, like, thinking about, like, oh, this bitch is about to hit me again, you know? It's like a gun to the head, bro. Yeah, bro. So, uh, you know, it, there's all these challenges. We're talking about challenges, uh, puzzles. So, yeah, the fact that I could even get in front of people and put a sentence together, bro, it, it, that's a miracle in itself. You know what I mean? I mean, growing up like that, bro, and a lot of kids that were brought up in environments like that, uh, you know, they, they, they turn it into a positive, yeah. bro, where they can talk shit and they can see the, the funniness in it. Like, we, we, me and my cousin, we were brought up in similar environments where we just, we, we laughed about it. We laugh about it now. But what I'm saying is it, a lot of comedians probably have similar backgrounds, bro. Yeah. And when was the first time that you just felt that, hey, you were funny? All right, bro. I, I always knew I was funny because I was always talking shit, you know. But one of the, I'll tell you a story. There's a couple of times, but I'm gonna tell you one that that I like that it was like I could I could this is like yesterday, bro. There was I was a little kid, I was like nine or ten years old, and I could talk shit in Spanish. You know, my Spanish was, you know, you know, even though we came from Chihuahua, I was in Juarez as a little kid. And I don't know if you guys know anything about Juarez, but it's, it's like Tijuana, you know, they're just fast talkers. I remember uh, the, the Cholos, bro, they used to this is in the 70s, they used to pay me um a dollar. To uh, to clean rims, the the spoke rims from the from the from the lowriders, and you don't you don't it wasn't it wasn't a rim, bro. There's like a thousand fucking spokes, bro. You gotta sit there, and you get a dollar. And then I remember there was a uh, there's all these all the all the, the homies right there. And then one of them started bagging on me, right? I'm only like fucking eleven years old, bro. Okay, talk about the first time I knew I was funny. So he was bagging on me, you know, doing all this wet back shit. But I just coming come, coming back at this guy. This guy was sixteen. And I told him, bro, I was telling him about he smelled like ass, you know. I was a little kid. I go, bro, he would smell like ass. And everybody, nobody wants to tell you. But I was only fucking like 10 or 11, bro. But his homies are cracking up, bro. They're all like 18, you know, 17 years old. And he was trying to bag on me. And I was just fucking him up. And then, like, you know, I was kind of getting pats on the back. And I was like, fuck, I'm a funny motherfucker. But then this motherfucker snapped, bro. Started chasing me. And you got to remember, back then, the fucking... The homies used to wear Imperials, you know, the fucking hard-ass shoes. And I remember I ran in my house, bro, and I almost made it in. And he fucking, fucking split my asshole. I kind of like that, that fucking check he got from the doctor. I got it without the doctor with an Imperial, bro. I remember, booyah. And then uh, I was in there. I remember crying, and, and I was, but I thought, fuck, now, I'm funny, man. I got you know what I mean? For, for a fucking 16, 17-year-old kid, for me to get him that mad, I go, fuck, I'm a funny motherfucker. So, yeah, it was probably one of the first times, bro. And, uh, and in, I, church, in church, I got 
kicked out of church when I was little. I used to go to the church right there on, on it's Soto, it's, it's Soto and uh, what's it, Brooklyn? In Brooklyn, it's called Brooklyn now. It's called Julio Cesar Chavez. Back in the day, it was called Brooklyn. And uh, we used to go to this church there, and I remember I got kicked out of there. You know, for uh, they used to put us in Bible classes, and then I, I said something stupid, and I got kicked. I don't know. I, 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 you know, when you asked me when did I know I was funny, I knew I was funny as as a kid. So you were always you were always a witty kid. I had a smart comeback. You always had something yeah. to say, man. Yeah, bro, I, I did. And and for a while there, it it got suppressed because people enough people are telling you to shut the fuck up. Or hey, you know, or you know, I got punched a couple of times. So after a while, you fucking you keep your career on hold, you know, because you're getting fucked up. And then, and uh, and then I remember I was so good at bagging, bro. And this this is before this, you know, this uh, these all these contests came out to the come on on television now, where they what are they what are those, the, the contests where they bag on each other? Yeah, the roasts, the roast, roast battles, and, all that. Yeah, yeah, man. I remember my. Man, my friends had asked me, like, we used to go drink beers. We used to go to, we used to go to a club on Whittier right here, bro. Back in the day, it was called Club 47. I don't know if you fucking, yeah, it's old school. Ask your mom or your dad. You guys probably were born there. <laughs> it was called Club 47, bro. And, uh, and my friends, bro, it got to a point where, like, they had a meeting without me, right? We, got, we used to have bugs. We, all had, we had the disco bugs. I had a 1958 ragtop, bro, dropped yeah, to the yeah. ground. My boys had a Carmen Ghia. Mother, I mean, we all had bugs, bro. It was back in you know, the, the BT disco days. And uh, and I remember my, my friends, uh, I showed up like, what's up, man? We're all going to go to Whittier? And then they, they had a meeting, bro. They're like, look, bro, you, are, you know, we want to go with you, Willie, but you just you can't talk shit all the time, bro. Like, it's no fun. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like getting kicked out of the club, you know? I, I was like, yeah, Willie. Because, you know, bro, bro, you just always just make fun of us, bro. And it's just, you know, it's not even fun anymore. And I had to make, uh, like, I literally had to promise my friends, bro. I go, all right, fuckers, I'll stop, all right? Fuck. Come on, let's go to the club, get some pussy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, bro, yeah, talk about that. Yeah, I guess you start, you're a stand-up before you ever even know you're a stand-up because um, the, re the reason guys become stand-up, women become stand-up, is because your friends keep telling you, man, you're a funny motherfucker. You're a funny motherfucker. And for for young comics out there, man, I got one piece of advice for you guys. Why you suck balls? Um, when, <laughs> this is the main reason young comics suck balls, bro. I'm gonna tell you why. Because when they were telling jokes in front of their friends, when they were bagging, they they were just being themselves. They were a spirit, and they were just like, ah, fuck you, you know, boom, 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 boom. And then, so they tell them, bro, you should be a stand-up, and they'll say, yeah, you're right, man. I'm always making everybody laugh. And now you go on stage. And that spirit that your friend saw is gone. <laughs> you just go on stage going, I'm the comedian. Hey, what's up? You know, I had a friend named John, right? Anybody have a friend named John? And that's not how you told the joke. You were like, like John, you little dick motherfucker, right? You just, and, and, and people lose that spirit. So for young comedians, don't become a comedian. Be a spirit. I stop. Sale vale, way. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Dropping the jewels on them. Take it to the casting couch real quick. You guys get that? Man, church. That's, that's church, that's, baby. That's real good church. shit. That's good shit. Yes. I don't know how many times I've told somebody, like, that was way better when you just told it before you were going on stage to how you were just mic in hand. Um, yeah. Well, this is what I thought about Tuesday when earlier you was like, nah, this yeah. dumb motherfucker uh, just on Tuesday was trying to eat ass. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? You, gotta, no, like no. you say you got to keep that same spirit, keep the same energy. This no. fool always got eat ass jokes. <laughs> I don't know why. I think he wants his ass ate, bro. First, hey. first of all, I want to say shout out to Willie Varsena. 
Thank uh, you, brother. And, and I want to say, you know what? You did just drop some gems, man. That shit was... It's, it, I feel like everybody is funny until you have to go up there. And then they, like, try to be somebody they're not. Right. You know, I get a lot of bullshit like that. But I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to wear long socks till I die. I'm like, fuck no. it, right? Be you, right? No, bro. It's like right? the guys on the internet nowadays. Yeah. They trolling. They talking yeah, shit. Bah, 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 woo, woo, woo. And then they see the dude in person, bro. Yeah, yeah they yeah. want to eat shit. And their spirit <laughs> is gone. All yeah, of a sudden, yeah. their fucking neighborhood watch, right? Like, fuck no, you know, that, Eddie. No, bro. There's, there's an old thing in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the world of acting and comedy they say as an actor you know and uh and one of my one of the guys who I always go to with acting bro is, is emilio rivera and i'm sure you guys know who he is that guy always like kicks me knowledge about acting like he can kick me knowledge about acting the way i can kick somebody knowledge about comedy bro yeah. and not him but years before emilio i had heard uh, uh, somebody say this. I think it was Simbad, bro, who had said it back in the day. And it says, it takes an actor five years to learn to play other people, right? When you get a role, you're like, I got to play this character. And, then, and it takes a comedian five years to learn to play himself, you know? Because you kind of go away from yourself. But on stage, I've seen so many young comedians do. I'll take young comedians with me, like this kid right here that's DJ. He sucked balls the first time I had him on stage. They, they wanted to kick me he's out. He's got lips like he sucks oh, balls. Bro, bro, he's got fucking. <laughs> he, he's, he's got fucking twat lips. Hey, those God, are big. Damn, those motherfuckers are nice and shaved and everything, bro. bro. Those aren't lips, bro. That's, oh a, that's, a, that's a puffy pussy. That, look, <laughs> that looks like a perfect fifi to me, dog. It's a pussy with teeth. It's <laughs> a pussy with teeth. <laughs> That's what's up. Hey, bro, get a camera on that shit, dog. He, he looked like Kermit the Frog right he now, does, dog. He does, he does have big lips, bro. Uh, so um, I, I had to tell him, you know, when you go on stage, dude, stop being a comedian. I, I believe this, right? I know we all have free thought. Now, here's me. I believe there's a power beyond us, right? We'll call it spirits. I, for me, I'll call it that. I, you know, until I find out what the fuck it is, I'll keep calling it spirits. And I believe we have spirits that want to help us, Right. And uh, as a comedian, when you go up on, Richard Pryor said, when you're telling jokes and these ideas come like just, you know, subconscious, right? They just come out of stream of consciousness, stream of consciousness. And you're just telling these jokes and you get off stage and you're like, what the fuck just happened? That shit was funny, man. God, I'm glad I recorded that shit. I don't know what the fuck I was saying. You know, they say that that's, that's, the, that's the spirit, you know, uh, 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 you know, working through you. And I and young like before I go on stage, bro. Before I go on stage, I always say this. Always, you want to know my routine, people? I close my eyes and I take a deep breath and I say, "All right, whoever wants to go on stage and talk for me, do it. Take over." And that's it. I get the fuck out the way. Real I get shit? out. Yeah, I get out my own way, bro. And I just start talking and talking and fucking. And but when I see young comedians do, they go on stage and they go like this to their spirit. Wait here. I'm gonna go do my thing, <laughs> right? And then, they, they and then they go, up, man. no, and then they go on stage, and then and then it all looks very rehearsed, right? So, anyways, man, just sharing, bro. No, 100, percent brother. And so, how was it before we get into your uh, comedic uh, journey, brother? Yeah. Um, I mean, how was it? You know, high school, you were a uh, single mom. Seems yeah. like pops wasn't in the picture. I mean, how was it through, through high school? Did you graduate high yeah, school? Yeah, I, I, believe it or not, bro, I graduated and I barely graduated, man, because I had to go to night school at Hollywood High uh, to to make up credits, you know. And uh, I, as a matter of fact, I was doing so bad that I think my, my not, not I think I know my junior year they sent me to an uncle in La Puente, so I went to Workman High School, uh, 
Lobos in, in La Puente for uh, for one year. But uh, yeah, I was always like, I was never like a, a bad kid, bro, but I wasn't a good kid either. You know, like back then it was bugs, so we would steal bugs, steal bug parts, you know what I mean? Still, you know, we never had good clothes. So if you grow up poor, we're always, we're, you know, this is what I don't like about this generation of shoplifters. You motherfuckers fucking have no thinking and thought. You know, you guys go in there and just grab shit and run out. We usually have to get creative, bro. Yeah. You gotta go in there and you act like you try it on. You look around. There's a whole fucking process, man. There's no you know finesse. What I mean? Yeah, there's no, no finesse. finesse yeah, bro. man. And so, um, yeah, that was the kind of the kind of shit I did, bro. Broke broken a couple homes as 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 a kid. Okay, I'll tell you how fucking poor we were, bro. We broke into a house with these dudes. These dudes, there, there were these kids that grew up. We were we were uh, there were we were they were around the Echo Park area, right? By the way, I'm not mentioning affiliations. Affiliations. I'm just saying they lived in Echo Park. Um, so these guys are older than us, and they were teaching us how to break into homes, right? And we we're so fucking poor, bro. Those fucking older guys went in there and they get jewelry and shit. You know what me and my friends did? We go to the fridge, make a sandwich, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you're poor as fuck, bro. When we literally, my brother, like, dude, they got bologna, they got fucking salami, they got ham. We're fucking they don't make ketchup packets. They use a real ketchup, <laughs> bro. Hey, yeah. that, hey, that reminds me of an old, uh, an OG homie from my hood, Dennis Rascal, bro. We're on Strickland, bro. A bunch of he's the oldest homie. A bunch of youngsters, bro. He he gets kicked out because his wife is tired of him hanging. He's been on the streets with us for two days already, dog. She's like, you're out. So he knows he can't go home, bro. Yeah. So this dude pumps us up to do a beer run. He goes, let's do a beer run, dog. Oh, let's do a beer, beer runs, run. Bro. So were... we go into 7-Eleven. We get the beer, bro. And as we're fucking running out, bro, we're like, where the fuck's Dennis at? And he's over there by the hot dog and nachos, dog. He goes, hey, dog, you want a hot dog? He was hungry, bro. So he's stealing hot dogs with the beer run? No, he wasn't even getting beer, bro. He was getting hot dogs and nachos. We were stealing the beer, and he was fucking getting the hot dogs and nachos, dog. And bro. it was hilarious. We, I laugh about this to this day, dog. I, I got to tell you, though, bro, beer runs from my generation were easier than your generation. Can I tell you why? Yes, sir. Because back in the day, you could park, and uh, and uh, some liquor stores had, uh, like, drive-bys, like, like, a, like, a, like a driveway, you know, and they would say, what do you want? And then you would say, oh, I want a 12-pack, and they put it in your car, right? And then they want the money. So, you know, as soon as they put the beer in your car, boom, you're gone, bro. So it was easier back then. Even gas. You could put gas in and then pay. But we would fucking fill up our cars and, a chingada, bro, we were gone. It was, well, thank you for ruining it for us. <laughs> even checks, bro. Even bad, even bad checks. Jerk. But no, if you, wanted, if you wanted to write a bad check back in the day, bro, I can talk about the late 80s. You could, you could write a check, right? And as long as you went to like to the Broadway, right? Or remember the, I don't even the Broadway's still around, like a Macy's, right? Sears, I don't even know there any Sears. We go in there. If you get there after five, you can use your checkbook once and get away with it because they had to call up the bank. The banks were closed, so all you had to do was dress nice and look the part and say, "Oh, Jesus Christ, really? You're not gonna take my check?" You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, sir." Right? And you're like, and then you know, you, you do the whole fucking scene. There's an outrage. <laughs> and uh, but now, obviously, bro, you know, there's too much technology. If, now, if you're if you're writing bad checks now and getting away with it, you're you're a fucking thinker, bro. Yeah, no, you, right. yeah, you go. Yeah, 
Yeah, shout out to all the, all the Armenians in Glendale right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, bro? I, it, it, it must be the criminal in me, bro, to this day, though, but I still see the actions. I still see the transactions, the body movement, bro. And as soon as you said about how they used to do it back in the day, even to this day, I was just in Starbucks this morning, and this, I swear to God, bro, this crossed my mind. She would not give me the coffee until I handed her my card, bro. Right, right, you know, yeah, like yeah, what the yeah, fuck yeah, am yeah. I gonna do? I'm gonna steal a fucking cup of coffee, you know what I mean? Yeah, but probably somebody yeah. did before you. That's why. Well, yeah, you, you know, did. Yeah, I did. You yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we got two fucking windows at McDonald's now, sir. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and that's why even, even at Is night. That why? Yeah, even at night we want to buy chicken, bro. It's like the bank, right? They open up the door, like let's see the money first, right? And then, <laughs> and then they give you the chicken, bro. I hate when I go to a, a, and it's mostly spots in the hood, bro. And they got the bulletproof glass. Bro, okay. how can I trust these people to make my food if they don't trust the customers thinking they're going to potentially kill them, bro? Oh, come on, bro. You know why. Stop, man. <laughs> but, but, but I'm just... No, but but do you feel what I'm saying, though, bro? bro uh, is the burger going to be any better? Bro, I want to tell you something. Yes. If I had a taco stand and you showed up at 2 in the morning, I'd be on alert like a motherfucker. All right, everybody, trucha, trucha, everybody, right? Everybody, everybody have the mace in their hands. Get ready. <laughs> hey, well, you know what I want to say? I want to say because yeah. you got all these all these people nowadays, all these woke people. Yeah. And I guess it's right, man. You got to protect the street vendors. Yeah. But, hey, I'm going to tell you like this. Back in the 90s and shit, shit, thank God there was no cameras and all that yeah. shit because motherfuckers were getting got left and right by everybody, yeah. dog. But, yeah, uh, absolutely, bro. I feel the same way if I walked up to my <laughs> stand, bro. I, I, I feel that, dog. Um, so, so, um. How's, how's life been with I you, was, Everything's great with me, bro. I, I'm traveling, you know, uh, touring around. Like I said, I, I, I uh, to me, my high, bro, is that my my sons, you know, I have a 27, 25, and 18, bro, uh, 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 boys. And the fact, to me, my high is that they still call me, and they're like, hey, Dad, how you doing? You know, and they're telling me how their day went. And that, to me, bro, uh, if you're a parent out there and— uh, your kid left you and or whatever and go find him and be his friend again, man. You know, because that's my high. There's no money that can buy a relationship between a father and son, you know, or father and daughter. If you could rate yourself as a father, I mean, would, have you been a good father throughout their lives? Okay, bro, I give myself a, a, a when they were little, I, I think a, a six or a five. I mean, because, no, no, I'll tell you why. That means you weren't in jail? No, 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 no. I'll tell you why, bro, because the one thing that I miss raising them and for you young dads, man, especially if you come from hardcore Mexicano families, we're like, ah, no seas puto way, you know that one. Um, the one thing I missed was uh, more um, more love, man. You know, just love. Shoot that bottle, yeah, dog? Just shoot the bottle. Let's put the bottle on the table for, uh, yeah, for Willie. Yeah, No, love, bro, because my, my uh, like, as, you know, it sounds crazy, but... The men in the Mexican culture don't hug, bro. Let's be honest. They don't. They don't give you a hug unless they're fucked up, right? Unless your tío's <laughs> fucking loaded, then then you smell them and and he's like, ah, te quiero, cabrón, right? Look at it's my favorito, right? But it's all fucked up. So at that point, it really, you're like annoyed. You're you're annoyed. You know, thank you, bro. But uh, as far as like uh, Mexican dads or uncles grabbing a kid and just saying, hey, mijo, te quiero, you know, oh, te quiero un chingo, or give you a kiss and cheek. That's non-existent in, in our culture, bro. All yeah, right? I, know. I, had know. To, I had to go to prison to get a hug, bro. <laughs> and it was the wrong kind of hug. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I tell you, talking about the, go the doctor. Sorry about that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but no, bro. So, so going back with my boys, and I've told them this now, 
I've talked to them. Cheers, brother. Cheers, man. Here you go. Um, the kid lips right here. He hears, he hears a lot of the, the conversation to me and my sons because we're on the road. And he'll hear me talking to my son. And he trips out and he's like, damn, bro, you, you guys get along good. You guys get along like, like friends. Am I right or wrong, lips? Where are you? Am I right, bro? <laughs> right? A lot of times he goes like, damn, bro. I told him it took a lot of work to get there. So when you ask me, like, what am I doing now? Bro, my, my high is just hanging out with them and seeing what they're up to and being there if they need me. And they're older dudes, bro. They don't, you know, they're grown ass men. But um, yeah, that's 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 my high, and that's that's you know, being a being a better person, being a, a better dad, being a better friend, I guess, is what what I'm at where I'm at right now as a person. Absolutely, brother. That's dope. Woo. That's dope. And it's gotta be dope, dog, to have a pops as a comedian, bro. You know what I mean? You know, even when it's funny, it's funny. When it's, even when it's not funny, it's you, funny. You, you know, know what I mean? Like they don't yeah. show up. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. You know it's what's funny? <laughs> it's a joke. No, no, no. You know what's crazy, bro? You know what's crazy is that my my son, um, all that, all that, all that shit you see on TikTok and Instagram and all that, that's all my son, bro. He edits. All the videos, puts the captions. Oh, he does all that for you. He does all. He yeah, he went to college, bro. Shout out to that dude. He, 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 he Willie Junior, right? Willie no, Jr. that's Fabian. Fabian, Fabian is the one that um, that the second born is Fabian. Uh, Willie's the oldest. Okay, and Fabian's the one that he just graduated from San Francisco, man. Congratulations, played, Fabian. Played, played D two ball, was a shortstop, Ooh, third baseman. He pitched in college, bro. Man, for you dads, and now that you get, you know. Hey, dads, I'm going to tell you You know you get excited if you have a kid in Little League and he hits a double or hits a home run. You fucking... Anybody here have kids? Anybody have boys? Anybody? Bro, you, no? You know anybody? What? Am I, I do, the only bro. One? No, I do. Dog. I got a 23-year-old, bro. Okay, right on, yeah. bro. So, man, when, you're, when your kids play sports and they're little... You get excited, bro. I don't give a shit who you are. I mean, you got to have no heart to see your little kid hit a home run. You're like, oh, that's me, who? You know? <laughs> and then... But... Bro, I, I guess the journey, even if they go to the pros, it must be you know some some crazy high. But I know when they were in college, man, I would watch them play and they would fucking kick ass. Looking, fuck, dude, there's there's like a, you know, you feel like a sense of accomplishment. You know, like oh man, my kid's doing what he wants to. He's playing ball. He's in college. He's fucking bony chicks. You know what I mean? Check it out. <laughs> check it out, my bro. I get out the penitentiary some years back, bro. Right? Yeah. And 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 my son, I reconnect with my oldest son, my son Joel's, right? Twenty three year old. Twenty three year old, right? He's in high school at the time, and he says, "Pops, come see my game. Come see my game." I said, "What position you play?" He says, "I play quarterback." I said, "All right, what? cool." So I pull up, bro. I pull up. I get on the stands, oh. bro. And um, a QB, bro. You know that says no, a lot no, about his character. No, 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 no. Let me tell you what. He's a fucking liar, bro. Because he oh. sat on the fucking bench the whole time, dog. He <laughs> sat on the bench. He bro, was second string. He was second string. He was second string quarterback. Potentially. But still, no, he was second string, bro. But, but man, that's the night. That's the bright side of looking at it. But the way my mind works, bro, is you're a fucking water boy. And I said, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> Don't ever invite me to a game that you're not playing. See, that's old school mentality. And that's bro. why I never went to another game. No, bro. You, no, you know I'm not a, okay. That situation. Uh, look, bro. And I'm, I'm not here to to judge anyone. But judge I'll tell you, me, but no, sir. no, no. But check it out, bro. When I was when I was when they were younger. When they were like 11, I probably would have had that attitude. I would have been like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Really? Boom, boom, boom. But as I got older and, and because of what we do. Well, you can't tell them good game. No. you, can't, you can't, Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> good game, son. Yeah. yeah. You didn't get not one grass stain on your fucking uh, uh, jersey. You know what you say, though? 
you say this, hey, mijo, why aren't you playing? Like, give me, let's break it down. And if he breaks it down and tells you the truth, man, you know what, dad, the thing is my arm's not strong enough. And the guy who's starting before me, he just has a rifle. Oh, really, mijo? Okay, cool. Then you as a dad, you go look for a private coach that works for QBs, and you take him there, and you make him a better quarterback. S- sir, I don't, I don't live in Calabasas. No, no, no mama's way. Don't fucking use excuses, bro. <laughs> Those are excuses, bro. You you, you could have you done that. Excuses are like fingers and assholes. Yeah. I'm next. <laughs> um, No, I get it, bro. But that's when I realized my son is a fucking, he's a liar, bro. A chronic liar. What's a liar that doesn't ever believe his lies? A compulsive liar, bro. Uh, Shout out to my son. He's probably watching right now. Anyways, um, no, you know, bro. Am I right or wrong? Couldn't you have have had other options? I could have done that. I I could have done that. (laughs) You could have broke his arm. No, no. Let me tell you this, Willie. Let me tell you this, Willie. Check it out. Everybody's saying it in the back right now. I was a piece of shit fucking dad. I was in prison on the streets, dog. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? I was doing. I made other fucking choices, and so that's why I didn't have that thought process of a dad that raised this kid since a baby to be like, "Hey, don't trip, dog. We're gonna fix that shit." But now I'm that dude. Bro. Okay. okay. Now I'm that dude. That's beautiful, bro. Yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll throw something at you here, bro. Your very, very first podcast. Your very, very first one. Go back to your very first one. Go ahead. Okay, to what you're doing now, because I've heard about you. Obviously, I heard about you through the grapevine, through everybody, through, you know, what you're doing, your success, bro. But if you go back to your very, very first one, compare it. If you had to give that one a number from one to ten, would you have given one, your first, first one? Well, let me let me tell you this about me right here, Willie. So sometimes, sometimes I can, I, people can watch this podcast at 200 and whatever the fuck we're at right now, they'll be like, did this fool just start doing podcasts? Sometimes, bro, I fuck a podcast up very well, bro. But I hear what you're no, saying, your bro. No, your first one. I'm talking about your first one. Compared to the first one, bro. The first time the lights went on and, and homeboy like, hey, ready, bro? Okay, let's go. Who we I don't know. I, I don't want to. I don't. <laughs> Nick, you tell me. You say it. First, first one, one from Very now. first one, Nick. Very first one till now. This very first one, not till now. Just, well, you know, very first one, bro. First time. That's it. The process of what, where I'm, what I was, was there up? and what I'm at and now. How, uh, the way he converses Casey, with people. It's like, it's, like, I would say it's like night and day. Okay, really? night and day. Thank you. Yes. And the reason you're successful, bro, is because your mind said, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to learn this. I'm going to get better. But if you would have had a dad walk in and see your podcast and go, let's mile away. Fucking, you don't even know how to talk to people. Bro, <laughs> bro, bro. I do. I do. Oh, I do, bro. No, and that's no, why bro, he ain't no, never no, been here. No. And that's why he ain't no. never said it. And, seen and, it. And, and, and what, what you've done, what you've managed to do, bro, is to break that cycle of, okay, I tried something, I wasn't successful, fuck, I'm a loser. No, bro, you, you're breaking that cycle by saying, oh, I get it, everything's a journey, you're gonna fail. Man, if a kid, when a kid stands up, the reason we all walk is because we fell a bunch of times. If you would've fell four or five times and your dad was like, man, fuck it, you know? You know what I mean? You got to get up, man. 100%, brother. You know what? I came in doing this podcast, and I just wanted to have fun, bro. I wanted to clown like the homies do, bro. You know what I mean? You know what's so funny, bro? I just wanted to have fun. That, that, shit, no, no. I love you, big dog. But no, check this out. A lot of people think that uh, uh, some people, not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not uh, you know, putting you in a certain category. But Put me there, bro. No, no, no. What I it is, is no, no. What it is, what it is, bro, that people think that, a, that comedians are going to... Um, that are, are gonna be fucking jokey jokey you know like hey jokey 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 too but i i really believe the the comedians that i know bro that are that are, that, are, that can that can say some material that's that's uh hilarious and deeper 
they're good thinkers, man. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not putting a fucking feather, you know, myself like, oh, yeah. No, bro, but, you but, are a good but, thinker, sir. No, nah, but, 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 but here it is. Here it is, bro. The, 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 I know you said, hey, Willie, I thought this was going to be fun, but uh, we were talking about, <laughs> I, I've been on podcasts, bro, and I was on, I was, and I, listen, respect for, uh, uh, be real, and, 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 and this podcast, right? But, bro, I was on his podcast, and I, I remember him. I, I remember I did the Tonight Show one time. Back in the day, I did it a, a dozen times with Jay Leno. Carmen Electra was on the show one time when I was there, uh, and um, uh, Be Real was going out with Carmen Electra. Yeah, I remember, remember this. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah. Be, Be Real was in the in, in the in the back. Must be the way. Anyway, so uh, thank you. <laughs> so Be yeah. So 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 Be Real was in the green room. I remember I knew him from way back then, and then I remember he did the show. We did the show with um, Culture Clash. Remember them? Okay. I don't know if you remember they were on they were on Fox back in the day, bro. Culture Class was the shit, like like in the early nineties, and uh, so you know I thought I was gonna like just have like like we're having man just a conversation, just conversing about life, you know. And then so I'm talking, and every time I would say something like like every five minutes, like you know whoever worked the board would throw a, like a laugh track, like. Or like ha ha, or like a rim shot, <laughs> or like a rim shot, right? And, and after, that's a diss, right? No, so he's the, like the, the yeah, yeah. is yeah. a diss. So I, at one point I go, I go, hey bro, who, I said who the fuck's doing? Because I know he had his, he has his big ass studio, and I said, hey bro, who's doing that rim shot? What the fuck? I don't I don't need that, bro. I go, I, you know, I'm just here to to talk, you know. And then it got weird, right? And then you know what it is because you you speak your mind. I, I, I'm not programmed. To be a monkey, bro. I'm programmed to be a human, right? I mean, which is what makes us spirits, you know? If, if, if we were different, then we would all be fucking sitting like this. So it continued, it continued, and then I would talk, and I know I would say shit that was humorous, and uh, and his crew would just like, they were like this, right? They <laughs> did me the same yeah, way, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. They did me the same way, yeah. homie. I was in there like, hey, 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 hey. and they were just like, fucking, hmm. Yeah, 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 bro. Like, what is this, a Buddha temple, motherfuckers? Yeah. I know you're the Buddha master and you smoke weed. Like, what the fuck, dog? Hey, homie, I did the same fucking thing, dog. I fucking rock, and I let it go, dog. And then fools, I was just like, what the yeah, fuck? I and I had his co-host on my shit, and he shitted in my fucking toilet. Didn't fucking flush it, dog. Oh, and now damn. he's all serious right oh, here. Yeah. And he was fuck wild on my shit, dog. I went in there thinking that we want to have a good motherfucking time. Yeah. And chop it up, dog. Yeah. And <laughs> these fools were like some cardboard cutouts in that bitch, dog. Oh, and then I made a gay joke. And there was a gay dude sitting across from me. Why do gay dudes get offended if you suck a dick? I don't know, dog. It's a dick in your mouth, not mine. Right. I mean, I'm just saying, bro. Like, they got offended, bro. And then we took a break. And they were like, oh, shit, dog. You went off on that. Yeah, bro, no, <laughs> and then I went on to this dude C minus, and I said, "Bro, you're acting like my C fucking hyena right yeah, now, dog." That dude, C and minus, he got yeah. offended, bro. Yeah. I said, "Dog, you're acting like my hyena right now." And they were all just like, "Ooh." <laughs> no, no, bro, it was a trip. Yeah, no, you're right, bro. Because I fucking I, asshole. And then, no, and then at one point I Where's said, "Where's the hospitality at?" No, bro. At one point I said, like. Because uh, Be Real would say something, and then they would all laugh, bro, in unison, like a choir. And I went like this, bro. I went like this. Hey, bro. I go every time he says something, you guys all laugh, like, like you know, like monkeys, man. And then, and then Be Real goes, uh, maybe because when I talk, it's funny. And oh, I, uh, right, right. And then I just went like, all right, bro. Cool, cool, bro, bro. Check it out. I, 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 I said, cool, clown, bro. I, I said, an, I said a lightweight clown on Be Real, bro. 
You know, I said a lightweight clown, bro, and and, and they all they all straight face, bro. And I said, <laughs> I said, oh what? Uh, did I break rule number one right here, bro? You what, know what I mean? Rule number one. Did you see the thing? Did you see that 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 note? That when you're doing the podcast, it says don't talk. When B Real's talking, oh, did you see it? My God. Did you see it? No, I didn't. Yeah, see it's right it, in front of me. I sat I down. Pissed on no, it, bro. they sat me down. <laughs> I would have shit on the way his co-host shit on my toilet. <laughs> no, bro, they sat me down, and I'm sitting down, and I'm and I just look up, and it's right there, right in front of me. It says, "Don't talk when B Real's talking." I go, oh, that's shit. not real life, bro. Now, now I'm thinking. Now I'm talking, and I feel like I'm playing double dutch. Like, okay, when can I get in? Can I get in now? <laughs> can I get in now? Yeah. Am I am I am I gonna get in trouble? So yeah, I don't know. It was just, just like, oh, I don't know how it goes, bro. But you know what, bro? It is. And it is. Elias, it is. What's that? His, his, yeah, his is live, bro. Shout out to Be Real, bro. He's a, he's a, he's a good dude. And he, he's a good. He's, he does great on, music, bro. He does great music, bro. But we both have had bad experiences at his podcast. I wasn't bad, bro. It was different. <laughs> no, we had horrible experiences, Willie. Okay. Hey, Willie, Willie, Willie no, you have to agree with Lucky. No, 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 no. Read this. the sign. Read the sign. <laughs> Read the sign, Willie. It's in bold you letters, what, bro? sir. I even told him, bro. I, I and, and DJ, you saw the podcast. I even said before I was, I was like. As honest as I can can be with those cats, and I just said, they said, all right, Willie, man, thank you for blah blah blah. I said thank you for having me, and I said I'm going to tell you guys something. I said this from the bottom of my heart. I said I've done many podcasts. I said this is the toughest one I ever had to do. Am I right or wrong, DJ? Did you hear me say that? Because there wasn't. I felt like my my spirit was trapped, bro. Like 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 I felt like my mom was watching me. Like you know my. You know, Willie, check it out, Willie. This is this is so when so when someone a guest comes into another man's space that has a podcast, bro. You, my our main objective, everybody in this fucking room right here, bro, is to make sure the individual is comfortable as possible because we want the person to be themselves, yeah, yeah, brother, absolutely. to be themselves, enjoy the stay, have a good time, bro, yeah. and just knock the shit off the park, bro. I've had dudes that were fucking lit off methamphetamine and all kinds <laughs> of other different shit, and I said, you know what? Okay, dog. Uh, yeah. If that's what you're going to do, that's what you want to do, that's what you're going to do, go ahead, do your thing. It's the meth hour. I mean, you ain't smoking right here, but I'm just saying <laughs> Bro, like, be you, dog. Be you, bro. I had dudes like this, bro. Hey, dog, you know, so you know what I mean, dog? Hey, I mean, uh, fucking, I kill that motherfucker. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, yeah. it, 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 all over the place, bro. No, but, listen, man. It, 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 it's just. I don't want to, uh, I'm just giving you my situation. Should that, we do the whole happen. podcast of trashing no, fucking no, the no, Dr. Bro. podcast? <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> said, no, bro. I don't well, think he's going to do anything for our ratings, because their ratings are pretty low right now. Lucky no, you're bro. Jewish, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Am I still talking shit? You know what I mean? Can somebody shut this motherfucker <laughs> up? Hey, Willie. So no. check it out. Let's, 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 uh, uh. Let's take a step back real quick, All right. brother. Um, let's get serious, dog. Let's get serious. Trying to get serious. <laughs> Game face on. God. Um, so out of high school, brother. Yeah. Out of high school, so you ended up graduating high school. I yeah. mean, what, what was your what was what was your goal, bro? Did All you right, have bro. a All right, bro, listen. I went to junior college, I went to LACC, I was taking classes. I was gonna be a cop, bro. Oh, get him the fuck out of here! End the podcast now. Security, get him, get him out. out of here! He's infiltrating hoodstocks. No, you got the you got the cop look too, dog. I don't know the, the black sweatshirt, the hat low. No, 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 no. Let, let me see what's going on right here in the hoodstocks. No, no, bro. You know, I'm gonna confiscate the cocaine and do it. No, <laughs> you one of them cops? I, huh? I would have been dirty. Um, <laughs> 
No, bro. He has Rampart all over his face. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. That's all my buddies went to Rampart, bro. They're all, they're all. Yeah, no, bro. Hey, shout there's out. To, there's shout one out. of them sitting out front right now, yeah, sir. That's all the Thanks. Rampart. <laughs> shout out to Johnny Walker from Rampart. Just oh. retired. Shout out to Todd Cataldi. Just retired, Sergeant. Shout out to Sammy Martin. You just retired. If you see that, if you see those, bro, um, do you have tickets pending right now or what, bro? <laughs> no, bro. You just gave a shout out to a bunch of police officers. No, <laughs> stop, stop. Hey, dog, I shot you out of the hey, bro. You know I got heart for you, dog. Hey, bro. Squash that ticket, bro. Bro, I played little league with these fuckers, man. Okay, go but, ahead. But I could give shout outs, but I I can't mention affiliations because I need both sides of the fucking. You know, the fence, bro. So you're a spectator, huh? No, no, mama's way. <laughs> no, bro. I knew I knew the, the homies that became cops and I know I knew the dudes who you know, bro. It's all good. We all know we things. We know. We're giving you a hard time, baby. We're giving you a hard time. And then and that I would never, bro, cause the way we grew up, you know. I was check this out. I was uh, uh two months ago. Two months ago I was in San Diego and I did the show, man, it was packed, bro. And I, I'm not going to mention the word. And, and man, you know how it is, bro. And I said this word in Spanish, bro, because I was talking about my mom. And this beer, bro, a, 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 a beer comes flying, bro, and it hits me right here in the side, right? And there's all these homies, bro, all these old school cholos are sitting there, a couple youngsters. And I went like that. And, and then it got crazy. And then uh, some other cholos followed that cholo. And uh, right, DJ? Right? So I get hit. It gets crazy, and I know it's about to erupt, bro. And I said, "I said, all right, man. I said, how do I handle this because it's gonna get fucking crazy in here." And then uh, somebody, Embry goes, I, "I looked at the, all the homies in the front, and I go, fuck, bro, it's fucking beer, bro. It's not like I'm shot, you know. That's fucking, that's cool." And then somebody has sent me, uh, sent me flowers. Like it was a lady who brought me flowers, and I said, "All right, people, I have a decision to make right now." I picked up the beer they threw at me, and I go. I can talk about this beer that was thrown at me, or I can talk about these flowers that this lady brought me. So which one we want to talk about? And I said, I want to talk about these flowers. And the whole energy changed. Am I right, bro? Yeah. Uh, yeah and, uh, I don't know how I got no, to that. So, so, so you, that, that, that's, that's dope, bro, and that is super interesting to me, bro. So you, you, I thought you were giving the crowd to make the decision, but you made the decision. Yeah, I did. Hey, I could talk about this beer. I could talk about those flowers. Well, check it out. I'm gonna talk about this flowers yeah, right here. Yeah, and and how and how did the crowd react? They say, bro, all of a sudden, bro, like it's gonna sound creepy, bro, but I'm telling you, this is this lips. You were there. The fucking all <laughs> all the fucking negative energy from that room, bro. From from about people that were gonna throw chingasos. Everything it just. <laughs> It went out like that. It just, it just, and then I did another forty minutes, right, bro? We did another forty minutes, uh, uh, and I kept going and talking. But here it is, what I said about, and I know how I got into this because I didn't want to talk affiliations, everything, bro. I was in the city, San Diego, which mad love to San Diego, man. I, I, you know, they're always good to me. I'm gonna be at the House of Blues, bro. When am I gonna be there? August eighth at the House of Blues. Um, so. Um, I said a word in Spanish that I didn't know it was derogatory to them, you know, and I'm going to repeat it, but it was just about my mom would call me this, you know, or get mad at me for this. And I didn't know. And, that, and now, and then the next day I didn't know. And then I got a, I got a message, you know, like you can pick up messages on Instagram, like people can leave phone messages. And there was this, I know there was an old school cholo that left a message because you could hear his voice. It goes, hey, Holmes, I know that you didn't know why they threw a beer at you 
I'm gonna tell you, Holmes, is that word you use? You know, you can't use that word around here. I'm like, God damn, bro. You know, I feel like I, every city I go to now, I gotta like get a hand out a questionnaire. You know, you know what I mean? Like, gotta you watch that word situation. And 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 I hear it, and I and I hear you one thousand percent, bro. But as a, a person that knows that background, bro, and knows that sometimes some words can mean something else to to that section of the neighborhood, bro. I mean, bro, you got to give a dude a fucking break. He got nothing to do with this shit, dog. And so that was one petty ass motherfucking cholo that ain't getting no pussy, homie. Oh, you know what I mean? His breast stinks, and was, dog, you know? And it, and it was the joke about, and I've done that joke forever, man. I did it, and I, actually that joke uh, is from one of my specials, you know? And, uh, it was it, it, it was just crazy. And which is why right now when I was saying, yeah, Johnny Walker, Todd, Sammy, the Morakin brothers, you know, you guys are, um, those are all LAPD guys. But I can go like, you know, fucking, you know, Shorties, big Ray, I, I, I go to Big Ray from so and so, you know what I mean? Hugo from so and so, I go boom, boom, boom. I'm not, bro, because uh, those that's a different affiliation. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, no, hundred percent, brother. And you got you got love from from everybody, bro. I mean, you are you are you, you're Willie, bro. You know what I mean? You're a fucking legendary comedian that's been doing it forever, bro. And these are probably people, all people that have brought up with you, bro. And and we check it out, bro. Nobody just because you a gang member or if you're on the other side as a police officer, bro. I mean, we all have families, bro. Yeah. They can be on any side of the fence, bro. And they're at the same parties together, bro. Yeah. You know, and and it is what it is, and all that shit goes out the fucking window. Yeah, you know? I don't, bro. I've always said this, and I've told my, I've, I've drank with my buddy Johnny. We've had this conversation, Johnny Walker. Um, I said, bro, we were barbecuing, and I said, bro, you cannot tell me that there's not bad cops. And this is just retired, bro. And he said, you cannot tell me there isn't cops that you know are dirty as fuck. And they're not even good people. They're not good cops. They're, not, they're just not good. You know, they just fuck with people. Tell me, yes or no. That's what I want to hear. And he goes, yeah, bro, there is. Okay, now I'm going to throw something at you. You know, bro, you worked the streets for years. You tell me, bro, that there's a not homies, uh, drug dealers, gangbangers that you stopped, bro, or that you knew because you worked in that community that you said, yeah, he's a drug dealer, but this, this guy's fucking solid as fuck. And he goes, yeah. Okay, so there's good good, good guys, bad guys on both sides, bro. This is all, it's all bullshit, man. You know what I mean? We're divided into two people, good and bad. Fuck Republican, Democrat. Good and bad. And there, and there, yeah, and there's good, and, like you said, bro, there's good and bad on both sides of the fence, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. You know, and, 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 and a, a man, a man's man, right, is going to look over that fence and he's going to recognize who is who. And if you don't know who is who, you're going to find out who is who and you're going to give that man his respect. I mean, there's police officers, bro, that were just cool as fuck with me out oh, yeah. here in there, bro. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm not 1,000% fuck the popo and yeah. all this crazy shit, bro. There's good dudes and there's bad dudes in every level of life, bro. Yeah. And unfortunately, when it comes to police officers, they kind of have the power, bro. They have the handcuffs. They have the badge. They yeah. have the fucking cop car. They have the fucking power. You know what I mean? But, and, bro, and, we, 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 what happens in, in society, man is we highlight a cop that fucks up and you highlight that motherfucker you got to show me show me you got it I, you I, got to that, that i agree fuck she loses a job go to, you know do time whatever i mean you, you did some fucking super dirty bro but here's where here's where um the people the regular uh you know us man the working class where how we get fucked by rich people because like i said right before the statement there's no republicans there's no democrats democrats they're they're just 
rich people handling everything. And they, they all golf together, man. They all have dinner together, the Republicans and, and Democrats. And they do things to, to people from uh, working class societies to control them. Okay, how do they how do they control people in the hood? They want us to for our neighborhoods to erupt, to fuck each other up, to to just do us dirty. And then what, what's the yeah yeah? So what are they? So so they're doing right now. Right, defund the cops. Right, who came up with defund the cops, bro? Okay, um, for the people, this is what def defund the cops means. Uh, rich people, I'm gonna tell you, man. Rich people are not are not not now. Not tomorrow, not ever, will stop having police departments. They fuck with you. And this is what they do in your neighborhood. They'll say, okay, let's defund the police. What they do is they take them out of the poor neighborhoods. All right? They'll take those 20 cops that were supposed to be fucking watching, and they'll put them in the rich neighborhoods. But you walk around going, fuck yeah, we won, we won. But what they're doing now, now there's, it gives the bad element more time to fuck with you, the bad people, and you thinking you won. You didn't win shit because all those cops are protecting the rich people. You know what I mean? Those Democrats that fucking say, I'm for the people, I'm for the people. Where do they live, bro? They live in rich neighborhoods. They don't live with the people. Yeah, the so it's a lot of bullshit, man. All right, bro. Facts. I had a lot the to neighbors, say. The neighbors are the Republicans. Facts. You know what, bro? Check it out. You know, the only politics I, wor I worry about are the ones underneath my fucking roof, the ones that I control. It really blows my mind when I see dudes... Uh, uh, middle class, I'll call them middle class dudes, bro, that are losing their mind over all these rich dudes fucking rules and politics. Like, I get it. Shit rolls downhill, bro. Yeah. I, I, I get that, bro. But it, what we can't control, bro, why are we going to give it all of our energy, brother? Just like when you were at that comedy club, bro. Energy <laughs> is fucking key. You got to protect your energy like your motherfucking mental health, brother. You know what I mean? Energy is fucking everything, dog. You know what I mean? And, 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 and sometimes you... We don't need to turn that news on, dog, because yeah. they're sucking the blood out of us, dog. You're getting and programmed. Who's, and who's, and who's <laughs> tripping? Who's going crazy? Like, bro, like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, politics, bro, and that side of the fence is not for me. I get it. It's important because shit rolls downhill. But, man, I'd rather just save my energy for having a conversation with Willie or, or giving my good energy uh, to something else. Or maybe or, or we got to uh, go on some fucking crazy strike or something like it's gonna be something that it, I know it's gonna it's gonna uh, make sense and it's gonna work, bro. You right. know, I mean, I don't know, bro. It's just a big old fucking reality TV show, dog. All this crazy shit, the Bud Light, bro. Of the, just everything, bro. And yeah, there's there's some things, bro, that need to bring be brought to light, like the fucking police brutality and shit like that. But there's a long list of shit, bro. You know, and I don't know, bro. I just <laughs> I really don't like to get myself twisted into it. I'd rather give that energy to let, someone let else. Me, let me ask you something, bro. Speaking of, like, everybody bailed on Bud Light. Everybody. The, no, not me. No. no. <laughs> all, all right, man. No, bro. I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, how did you stick with Bud Light, bro? Well, check it out, Willie. So the Bud Light thing was me just having fun with you, bro. Because okay. I saw your Instagram post. Oh, the, the and, yeah. Yeah. And you and Willie drove. If you guys, you guys, where, how, Instagram, bro. Shoot yeah. your Instagram link real quick, yeah, yeah. bro. At Willie Barcena. Yeah. That's and it. so I, Willie's got a post, bro, that is fucking hilarious. So he's like, he, more or less like, hey, what, what did you do? Bro. No, I just made it simple. I had a Bud Light. Like, like let's let's say this is a Bud Light, man. I had a Bud Light, and I was just like, man, fuck all that bullshit. Fucking Bud Light fucking turns you gay, man. People don't let people run your shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just how it is, man. You got to stay mentally strong. You know? 
Ay. And he goes off on some little rant, like, oh my God, that was amazing, you know? And I thought it was hilarious, bro. So, bro, we don't ever drink Bud Light here, bro. I bought this for you, bro. I thought he was a sponsor, bro. I was like, well, you got Wells, bro. I was like, fuck yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? Hey, check it out, bro. It takes Wells. Nah, homie, the the, the hood ain't doing that, bro. No, the hood is doing that because I was getting mad. Let me correct myself. The hood is doing Doing that, bro. You know what I mean? But it, it's it's a, the hood is following all these backwoods motherfuckers uh, shooting this shit with a shotgun and all this shit. The hood's seeing right. that, and they're like fucking sheep, dog, following that shit. Even though damn well Bud Light has been supporting their fucking life for fucking ever, dog, in regards to alcoholic beverage. But anyways, brother, like, bro, nah, bro, you know, what? look, let's be honest, man. Look, I have, I have friends that that I, I grew up with. As a matter of fact. My buddy, man, who the first since we were kids, we used to do all kinds of mamadas, you know, and fuck around. And first time ever I took him with me on the road uh, was this weekend. I was in Phoenix, the theater, beautiful theater in Phoenix. And I brought my friend in. This guy worked for the city, bro. And I remember uh, he had a cousin that was two years older than us, right? We were like 17, he was 19. And I always told him, man, since I was 15, I go, bro, your cousin's a puto, dog. And he's, right? And he would get mad, bro. I go, dog, your cousin's a puto, man. What the fucking, don't you see that? And he's like, nah, dog, he's just artsy, you know? <laughs> and then uh, there was a homie that lived, there was a homie that lived next door, bro. Hardcore homie, bro. I'm talking the khaki starts down. The one that threw the bottle at you? No, bro. No, no, no different one, bro. <laughs> and then, he, he, you know, holding the Pendleton like that all the time. Yeah. And he would always go back there and, and, and go in his bedroom and close it, right? And I go, hey, bro, what's homeboy doing back there? He goes, ah, oh, that's his homie, bro. This is, you know, he's hardcore dog. He hangs out with fucking, you know. And then all of a sudden, one day we're there, we're off bells late at night. And then we saw homeboy walk in there and we're drinking in the house. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden we start hearing like, and I go, dog. I go, dog. Tell me, tell me your cousin's not a puto. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said this on stage, right, DJ? I said the whole story on stage, bro. And I said, come here, fucker. And I brought him, and I had, I had him tell this story, bro. You know, he's never been on stage in his life, bro. He's so scared, bro. He's like, yeah, he's my cousin. Yeah, he, my cousin, my cousin's a puto. You know. What I mean? <laughs> but what I'm saying is, listen, what my. my why I'm saying this is because we were always around gay people. They're not new, bro. Then that why, whole, bro? Then why is Mexicanos, Chicanos so conservative? They hate Trump, bro. But as soon as they see like, and I get it, bro. Trans. I was gonna have a transgender on here, bro. I didn't know what the thing about Bud Light was, bro. Right, you right. know what I mean? And they're like, oh, look, Bud Light selling out. Fuck yeah, you, yeah, Lucky. Yeah, you ain't shit. Yeah. We now your true colors are coming out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like my true colors are coming out. I'm gonna have a tranny, bro. I wanted that clown and have fun, bro. bro I thought no, it'd be funny. I no, I think chicks with dicks no, are funny, bro. Bro, bro here it is, bro. Uh, the gays in my generation, bro, they were gay, they were queer, and they were here. They're, they're, right? <laughs> hey, gay guys will beat you up back in the day. No, yeah, they throw chingasos, bro. They active. No, so now, the gays from my generation look at these gays today and they go, man, they act like fags. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were tougher back then, bro. I don't know. They were, they were, they were, they were, their saying was, I'm queer and I'm here. These guys are all like, you know, you hurt me. 
Different. You <laughs> <laughs> know, right? By the way, man. Really, do you have to censor yourself, bro? No, bro. I, I, really, I mean, because there's a lot of guys, there's a no, lot of com I, com comedians that have censored themselves. Yeah, but you know what it is, is being afraid to lose uh, uh, an audience, being afraid to lose people is, is when you censor yourself. And I've never been... You know, I don't, if you don't like me and you're going to leave, fucking go, you know, you were never supposed to be a fan or someone who liked my comedy. I, listen, bro, I can't, I'm not going to drop names, but I came up with these cats that you know that are rich as fuck and their audience means a lot to them. I mean, bro, as much as their, their family, first that's name, how much, not last name. No, nah, that's whatever, but we'll leave that alone. Okay, a lot of these cats up there, their <laughs> fans mean the world to them, you know, you know, bro, I, I I can't I can't live my life um, so other people can love me. I could I gotta love me and and that's enough, man. I love me and if you if you love me back, cool. But I don't need you. Why? Because I love me. A lot of these comedians never went through that process and that pain of having to discover themselves. So their love comes from the audience adoring them. So that's how they feel. Uh, they feel that they're worthy because when people love you and applaud and they want your autograph, your brain releases serotonin, right? All these uh, uh, chemicals that make you feel dopamine. good. Dopamine. Dopamine. So what happens is you get conditioned to want people to love you. And a la verga, bro. I Let's never go. wanted. I never wanted that. I'm like, look, man. So when you said. When you say that, uh, uh, do I? No, I don't think. Uh, no, nah, I don't think I do, bro. I mean, I do, I do, bro. I don't think I've changed anything. I mean, years ago, I did a joke about um, butchy lesbians hating me. And to this day, I still do. I, I do a joke about butchy lesbians hate me, and they do hate me, bro. What do you? Th what, <laughs> I, what do I? I think it's because I, I, butchy lesbians have a, 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 you know, masculine energy, bro. And I believe deep down. Some of them, I don't want to paint everybody the same brush, but apparently the ones that go to my shows, um, I believe they deeply in their heart want a dick. And, and so when they look at you, like, look at him, thinks he's all bad with a dick. You know what I mean? And I believe that's where the fucking friction comes in. Bro, I've done jokes about black people, Asians, everybody in front of me, bro, whites, everything. I had hardcore fucking dudes, man, laugh it up. Two times... Other than that dude that threw a ball at me, I had people wait for me outside to want to fuck me up. And uh, both times it was, it was butchy lesbians. Both times they wanted to fuck me. I mean, one time I was in Dallas and they were like, um, you know, they go, they were like, Willie, there's like all those, all those women are waiting for you outside. What do you want us to do? <laughs> Give me hey, security. Hey, Willie. No, I said call Willie, the cops. Scissor I fight. I said call the cops. Scissor fight. Fuckers. Call the fuck. <laughs> call Johnny Walker. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. Listen, man. I, I, I Johnny Walker. I, yeah. I need you. It's funny. It's funny, bro. I told the story, which is the first time I ever told that story, right? Uh, because my friend was was uh, was uh, bro. Was if there. you call the cops on bushes waiting for you outside, what kind of man are you, bro? Uh, no, those bitches will fuck you up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck around, bro. Those, those dildos are nightsticks, bro. <laughs> Get a marine tattoo on your arm. <laughs> no, bro. But that's funny, man. I was, uh, it's not a story that I told for the first time on stage this past weekend in Phoenix because my friend was there. And I remember I was all pedo, right? This is when I was going through that. Look at, uh, it was right after uh, because I, I got declined to be an LAPD when I was already going in because I got a DUI. But 
After that, I was all like fucking pissed, bro. And then we went to a club. The club used to be called Shout in Baldwin Park. I don't know if you, it was old school Ooh. shit. And I remember these fucking homies started throwing chingazos, right? And there was a young cop trying to hold everybody back. And the whole chingazos came at the young cop, right? And he was, he, and I was, poor guy, I was sauced up, right? So I go, in my head, bro, you're been so fucked up in your head. You see the whole fucking scenario. I was like, I'm gonna jump in the cop car. <laughs> and I'm gonna save this cop. And I'm gonna be on the news and I'm gonna get a key to the city. <laughs> I was like 22 years old, right? I jump in the car. Officer needs assistance, <laughs> right? And all of a sudden, cops came from everywhere, bro. I mean, helicopter, everything came, right? And it, was, like, it was crazy, bro. I've never seen that many cops in my life. And then and it was all pedal. I walked up to the cop. Hey, what's up, man? Saved your guy, huh? And they're like, that was you? <laughs> Grab me from my neck and my ass and hit me in the hood, bro. Handcuffed me. <laughs> I'm glad they did that to you, bro. Because we would have had to do that to you right now, bro. <laughs> no, bro. Anyway, I was pedo as fuck, dude. You know? I thought I was, was going to get a fucking uh, some award and shit. Like, <laughs> I thought I was going to be run, I was gonna run for mayor and shit. <laughs> Damn, bro. That's but fucking... then my friend jumps in and goes, bro. Fuck you, that, that young cop was scared as fuck. And he goes, you shut your mouth. My friend goes, why? Fucking they grab him. Fucking, and then we're sitting, we're, then we're both sitting in jail, bro, looking at each other like this. Fuck, we should just got home, dog. You know, what the fuck? You know, and then, uh, then cops walk in and goes, hey, bro, can we take pictures of you? And then so we're all like this. <laughs> what do they want the pictures for? I don't know, because it fucking... Cause you, who, were like, you going to get the award or what, bro? No, bro, I don't know what the fuck, bro. Bro, I was 21, you're 22 years old. Fucker, what do you want me to do? Fuck it. I thought I was going to be the mayor. <laughs> but when you're fucked up, you do shit you fucking don't know. I ended up with a dude with webbles on fucking, on Whittier, bro. <laughs> what do you mean, bro? Back the, no, back, no, back in the day when fucking, okay, look, I'm going to tell you guys, guys something. Right? <laughs> I'm, honestly, this, this is the truth. This is the truth. For you gay guys today, if you're going to dress like a chick, fucking try, man. Try to look like a chick. Work out, you know, get the surgeries. Like, you know, you can't look like a lato and like, you know, I got a dress on. Back in my day, they used to fool you, man. How many times they fool you? Once. <laughs> they got me drunk. Honest, no, sir. This, what happened? This, no, right here, bro. Fucking Club 47, bro. Okay, what happened? I'm like, here, bro. You. This fucking, this is a, I've told this many times. Bro. But anyways, this, this chick was walking in. All my friends wanted fucking talk to her. I fucking cock block everybody. I took her in the corner and I was fucking nibbling on her ear. <laughs> and then I went down there and she had a little, back in there they used to wear little little, little dresses, man, with their fucking Aquanet hair, you know? And then, uh, I, and, then I, I, and then I went down there and I literally grabbed a bag of balls, bro. <laughs> Bro, you know, like, bro, you know, like, you can, you know, you can feel the huevitos in your palm. Like, I felt the like, little the nuts. Dutch bus. No, bro, and I was so in shock, bro. Do you know how in shock it is to get the switcheroo like that? <laughs> I, I, I was, bro. I was. Did you man. die a little bit? No, bro. You honestly, hecky sick. No, no, homie. I'm gonna tell you exactly did what I did. Did your get a little bit no, hard? It was hard. <laughs> No, it was It was a job. It, it was how fast job. did it go down? No, bro, here it, it is. Here it is, bro. I remember holding. I, bro, I remember holding the balls in my hand, and I was like, I was in such denial, bro. I had a little nutsack right here, right? And I remember squeezing it like this, going, 
I, I wanted I wanted my mind because I really wanted it to be a puffy pussy, bro. <laughs> I was like, this is a puffy pussy. There's aren't webbles. <laughs> and I remember I felt the little nuts, you know. And I was and I just got ovarian cancer. And and I know you're yeah and yeah, bro. And I I remember I wanted I was gonna pull them. I was mad. Oh, I'm gonna sock this fucker up. But I thought, fuck, if I sock this fool up, pull his nuts. It's a hate crime moment. No, not hate crime, bro. All my friends are going to know. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, bro, I let go and, and just walked away. And you said, No, I just walked away, bro. She wants her number. No, yeah, no, I just walked away, bro. And this dude, Chick, was like, like, he, she didn't give a fuck. She's just like, well, fuck you then. Somebody else will want me, right? She was like, cocky fucker. <laughs> Literally. And then my friend goes, uh, my friend goes, I remember, I, I, to this day I remember my friend Sal going, man, Willie, you get all the chicks. You know? And I was like, fuck yeah, bro. I, said, I, I never came clean, bro. It took me 20 years to come clean. We were barbecuing. And one day I was pedo. We're all pedo. And I told him, hey, you guys remember when we used to cruise Whittier back in the day? And they're like, yeah, bro. Remember that fucking blah, blah, Yeah, bro. I said, like, what the bro? I got fucking nuts, right? And these fuckers for years, man, took, took the, they just stopped like five years ago. Well, for years, I think a decade, they were just sending me pictures of balls all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, I couldn't turn on my phone, bro, without a pair of nuts, bro. <laughs> hey, 13 years old, there's this neighborhood wino. His name's Virgil off of 50 in my neighborhood. And uh, he was an older dude that hung around younger dudes, you know? And we bought oh, a beer, bro. So he had a ride, bro. I can, I, a, I can see this coming now, bro. He had bro. a ride, bro. And okay. so it's a Saturday night. We're all fucked up. We're like, man, we need to get a fucking hooker, dog. Fuck this shit, you know? And so he goes, hey, I got a spot. Let's go to Hollywood. And so he's drunk. And I don't know why, bro, but he was just laughing the whole time. You guys are going to love this place, you know? <laughs> and he goes to Santa Monica Boulevard, bro. I remember oh, he pulls that's where into the are fucking, at. He pulls in. As soon as we pass this block, he went by quick. We're like, oh, shit, right there, right there, dog. And we see all these bitches bending down in mini skirts and squatting down. And he goes, Ooh, he went even faster. We're like, bro, slow the fuck down, dog. What the fuck? He goes, I'm going to pull up over here and I'll let you guys off. You guys walk over there, you know? So he pulls into a Carl's Jr., bro. We get off. We're like, what's up, bro? He goes, nah, he's laughing. That same laugh. I can still see his face to this day. <laughs> Dumbass laugh, bro. And fucking, uh, we go, bro. And it's nothing but chicks with uh, dicks, this, chick, yeah, yeah. And we said, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you got Eddie Murphy, bro. You got yeah. Eddie Murphy. You know that story, right? The famous Yo. story of Eddie Murphy. That's the street. Yeah. That's, that's that's Santa Monica. That's, that's where it happened. Murphy. Yeah, bro. Well, I don't think I yeah, fucked, bro. No. <laughs> hey, that's I mean, a secondhand story, dog. You got fucked, you know how the hood works, hey, bro. Man, you got fucked over, maybe, you know, in the situation. Hey, hey, I don't know about fucked. Hey, wait, hey, wait until. Those are two different things, hey, man. Hey, Willie, wait until we tell your story about you meeting that bitch at the bar. How we going to tell uh, it, dog? Uh, yeah, so then that. Willie said so, he so put so his Louis, hand there and he jacked the dude off, dog. You know what I mean? Willie was sucking dick and he was fucking. It's a big clip. Hey, but in that story, though, Eddie Murphy said that. Uh, that she needed a ride or something, and then that yeah, that's that's what he said on the tabloids, right? Yeah, and yeah. then uh, and he that, said he was just being a good uh, Samaritan, right? And that being person a, wrote a book and said that that was one of her uh, her clients, and then yeah. and then months later that person died. Yeah, that's Whoa. true. 
See? That's true. <laughs> See, but you never want to be that famous with people. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Willie, speaking of that famous, bro, yeah. like, you rub elbows with fucking all the legends, bro. Well, some of them, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, though, bro, like, how is it? Like, when you come to, so, bro, you're at Hoodstocks right now, right? You're in this circle, which is pretty much like, uh, like, just, I mean, down to earth people, right, dog? You know what real. I mean? They're just, yeah. just real people, yeah, bro. Yeah, real people. But when you're in, say, from this circle to that circle, I mean, is it just like a magical place in fucking a whole nother universe? I mean, what is going on there, bro? Now, honestly, here, here it is. I've always been, man, ever since I got in the business, I've always been on the outside looking in, bro. Always. I've never, I, I've never felt inclusive. I mean, I've gone to parties back in the day. You know, I used to have a manager, Dave Rath. I, I, I was with my agent back in the day. I was with William Morris. I was with Gersh. So I would go to these parties, bro. Are those legendary names? No, no, no. William Morris is biggest uh, Hollywood agency in Hollywood. You know, okay. that's like it doesn't get any bigger. That's that's the cream of the crop. Dope. But I, I just always felt uh, like you know. Put it this way, I'll tell you a story. When you say like, I was never, I was never like, I never felt like that was. I was connected to these people, bro. Ever, man. Why? There's just some something that. It's not grounded for me. It's not grounded. It's not like it's every fake. every single one of my Tonight Shows, bro. And I remember, man, God bless him. He passed away. Bud Friedman, man. I know your spirit. I'm a belie- I believe in spirits and things like that. So Bud Friedman, who who created the the improvs? You know, I mean, he's the first one to put Richard Pryor uh, and, and, and gave him a special in New York at the improv. At the time, there was one. You know, now there's like, you know, then there was 30. He passed away. Now they're called Levity Live. But this, um, you know, I, I just all, all these parties, man. He he, uh, Bud Friedman told me, "Hey Willie, we should you should show your Tonight Shows at the Improv on Melrose," and and he would call me personally, call me and say, "Willie, because when you film, like let's say we back in the day, right? Let's say let's say I did the Tonight Show, right? Like we you film it at eight o'clock." Walk me through that real quick. Walk so, me through that. So yeah, so Tonight the, Show. What Tonight Show are we doing? Right with, now? With, with Jay Leno. Okay, I was, I was when go. I was when the chin was on. <laughs> so, um, you know, they call you, they send a limo for you, you're fucking pumped up, and, and you know, me, right? Because, you know, I'm still fucking raza. So, uh, in my car, you know, people bring their agents and their managers. You know who was in every single of my rides, bro? The dudes I grew up with. Fuck yeah. Like, you told you that, right, bro? You even asked them, my friend Chava, Sal. You, you asked them, my lips asked them, like, dude, how was it with tonight's shows? And he goes, dude, it was surreal, right? What is that? So, it was always the dudes I grew up with. Uh, uh, in, uh, in, in my green room, and uh, and then, so you film it at eight o'clock. You film it early so it can hit the west, the, the east coast on time, you know. And then, um, Bud Friedman would say, "Willie, let's put the the the, sh- the Tonight Show at the Improv on Melrose." And I, I would always go like, "Oh man, I'm sorry, bro. You know, I already have a um, I'm doing a party," and would always be in like. In, in Montebello at a club called Tortillas, you know? <laughs> so I would always be there with, 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 with all raza, bro, just raza. And then I'd be drunk as fuck, and I'd be like, I'd grab the mic, and I'd be like, hey, guys, I'm going to be on like in two minutes. Fucking be cool, right? And like, shut up, dick, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then they would, yeah, so anyways, bro, when you say what was it like, I never connected, bro. You know, now not to say, because as you know, bro, as we get older and wiser, you can't paint everybody with the same brush. You know, there's people who are 
wealthy and famous and that are down to earth that does, are does real. That, does that and I hear you on that? Does that stage hit different? Uh, the the um, the Tonight Show it, it hit different. I'll tell you why. For uh, us as comedians, uh, when we're at a comedy club, our feedback is laughter, right? And the laughter gives us energy. Like it, it does something to us, which you guys know. When you get that laugh, there's this weight that comes off your shoulder. And like anybody who's anything, anybody who's ever said anything negative about you, what that laughter says is like. Suck a dick, motherfuckers! I'm fucking talented, you know. You know, I have a gift. Like it's a, it's a fuck you to anybody who's ever said anything bad about you. So you're the laughter. You get a rhythm, you know, because okay, you go okay. You know where the jokes coming. You know where the jokes coming. You, you can even you can even get get off track for a little while and say something like, oh, "Man, I'm gonna have a drink here," because you already know where you're going with this joke. Do you hear? Do you hear an imaginary beat in your head when you're talking about a rhythm, brother? No, no. I mean, I'm not not no, like no. that, but I'm just saying, like, when you get no, a rhythm. No, bro. when I say rhythm, when I say rhythm, I mean by this. This is what I mean by rhythm. Rhythm is where the punchline is. You know, like, I'm going to say this, and you're going to laugh so long, it's going to give me time to drink, sip, relax, enjoy, and just say, like, damn, I'm a bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> and, and, uh, Bro, that's the rhythm I'm talking about. It's not a calculated rhythm. It's just a a rhythm that just happens because of the way you you know wrote that joke, you know. But on the Tonight Show, bro, you don't get laughter. You get claps. You know, you don't get even they just that's how I don't know, bro. We're all trained monkeys, man. And if you watch a comedian, you know, on the Tonight Show, on Jimmy Kimmel, any of that shit, and then you'll hear you don't hear like Different. So it, it took me, it took me a while. Like, fuck, they're clapping for it, man. Fucking laugh, you motherfuckers. You know, but I realized why. Because they have signs. They have signs uh, that say signs. that say applause. Yeah. You know, so so like so they're already like they're like this. They want. They're, yeah. they're like monkeys, bro. We're all we're all fucking monkeys. We're we, all monkeys. We're all monkeys, bro. And all, all I'm saying as a human being, it just. Be aware of the process that we're getting programmed. If you aware, if you're aware, it doesn't mean you're not going to get programmed. It just just means be aware because everything, bro. You ever notice like like everything that's that's done on this planet now for us is fear, right? Can't eat meat. Church, you're fucking your church. Everything, church is everything, fear. Everything kills you, dude. Everything, everything. You can't put deodorant. They got motherfuckers scared straight at church. Toothpaste. Toothpaste. That's another yeah. one. It's another one, bro. You can't use Listerine. Listerine. Listerine's supposed to give you cancer now. This gives you cancer. That gives you cancer. People, fuck everybody. Listen, my, my ex-father-in-law is turning 90. Um, uh, turning 90 next month. Sal's mom's turning 96. She never did all this. Like She fluoride everything. everything. All this is bullshit. What it is, people, if you listen to these fuck asses that fucking tell you, hey, fucking, when you, you, you use fluoride, you're, you're going to fucking die. They've done studies. Harvard did the best studies. Because, you know, all we are is cells, bro. We're brain cells, blood cells, bone cells. We're just cells, man. We're literally not, what you see is not who we are. You're just a billions, trillions of cells that, that creates this. 
did you know that every study that's been done with sows, man, they, Harvard did one where they put sows in 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 in, uh, in a room, and and, and it was uh, um, I forgot what sow, no. Uh, plant cells. They did. Oh, Harvard did the one with plants. They've done one with water. They did with rice. They've done many. And there's cells, right? And they put them in two different rooms. And they put these plants in there. And they just walk in there and then just tell the plants, hey, fuck you, plant. You ain't shit. You're a piece of shit. You're no good. Boom, boom, boom. And then they go to another room and they had plants and they were like, plant, you're beautiful. You're awesome. You're the best. And bro, fed the same nourishment, same water, everything. The plants that were yelled at and told they were they were in shit, either died or stumped or, or, or didn't grow. The other plants, bro, flourished. Now, bro, they've done that with our cells. Oh, we're like man. our cells, like our 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 cells from our bodies. Our like when you react, when you go like this, my back hurts, motherfucking back. Right, the cells in your body are just listening to you, and they're like, oh, we ain't shit. We should break down. But if you touch it, but they've done studies where you actually touch your like, touch it and rub it and say, "Hey, I know you guys, you guys got this, man. You guys, I, I know my knee hurts, but I know how beautiful you guys are." They get pumped up, bro. They actually can see cells move in a way with the way we talk, bro. So be careful how you talk to yourself, all right? That's bro, that, that is shit is deep right there, dog. You should hear me talking to my dick before sex. You want to kill that bitch? Oh. No hoes bore. Yeah, Fuck all... the pussy. There you go. That's um, why that fucker listens. Bro, <laughs> that right there was just tapping into a whole... Another dimension, and I'm going to say this, bro. With that said, we are God. You want to go there, yeah, bro? We because, are God, bro. Because okay, you go with we Get are God, the medical, we metaphysical. Are, we are God, and I believe there's a God or some energy. See, I'm, you're good, brother. Some energy that's that's bigger than us. I really believe there's something that's something that's bigger than us because I know that when I sit and I. And I meditate, you know, and they say when you meditate, people always think, oh, I got to meditate and I got to get these deep thoughts. And it's, they've broken it down. Meditation is just being in silence and, um, and thinking about the things you want, manifesting, forgiving yourselves. You know, the number one reason why people get sick is because they don't forgive themselves for the things they've done in their past. That's, and that creates illness. For us out there, man, if you done some stupid shit, maybe you weren't a good dad, maybe you weren't a good mom, maybe you were a bad friend, whatever the fuck it was that you did that was fucked up, with that that holding that resentment creates the cells in our bodies from growing. So, 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 so you feel bad, you know. But but here it is. How do you forgive yourselves? Here it is. Go back to whatever time it was, close your eyes, go back to that time when you fucked up and go back as now as who you are when you close your eyes. Who you are now and go back to that age and talk to yourself. Because if you would have known what you know now, you wouldn't have done that because you didn't have the knowledge you have now. So go back, talk to that person, give them a hug, tell them I forgive you, and you move on. And you start doing that to any part of your life that you have resentment about yourself. And you're gonna feel lighter, man. And you're gonna, you know, hundred percent. Anyway, there you go. Hey, there Willie, you go, Willie. If you can, if you can <sighs> think back in your life, bro, in, mm -hmm. your, in your lifetime uh, that you've been able to grace this earth with your greatness, brother. I mean, what would one thing that you think can think back and be like, man, I would change that? Oh, 
fuck, bro. How long is this show? <laughs> Damn, bro, we have like two weeks here or what? No, bro. Yeah, no. Bro, love, love, bro. If, if, I, if I can go back, some, stop being so judgmental. I was judgmental of my friends. The minute they did something wrong, well, I you wanted to be a cop, no, bro. No, I, I judged everybody. I judged I judge my friends. I judged I judge my family. I judged my ex. I just judged all the time instead of instead of letting be. Well, Mexicans are good at that. No, bro. Every every I, I would yeah I would say Mexicans, but I, bro, all, all, in the but, world. But, but all humans, bro. All humans all have that issues. No, if I can go back in time, it would be uh, to not judge and not look, bro. When my kids were little, when I was with my old lady back in the day, I try to control her. Old school, like what the fuck, man? Are you looking at that dude? Fuck, you want him? What the fuck? You know, I was for old school, bro. My kids, hey, put your elbows down. Fucking around. The more I try to control, the less control I had. Yeah. The more acceptance I had of like, this is an individual, man. Don't judge. If you want, you can guide, but you don't have to judge. So if I can go back in time, yeah. If I could do something, I would guide more and judge less. That yeah. would be it, bro. And that's a, And that's a great, I mean, if you guys are watching right now, and I'm taking note of this too because I've, for some reason, you can be smoking crack and you'll still judge the other crackhead. You know what I mean? Like motherfuckers are just. Dirty I mean, I don't potters. know. I don't know if it's in, yeah. I don't know if it's in the culture or what it is. No, bro, bro it's, it's in the it's, bloodline or what the fuck it is, dog. I mean, but no, man, bro. What, 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 what stood out for me was that book by Don Reese called uh, "The Four Agreements," and he said one of them. He said is uh, when you judge, it comes accompanied with punishment. You know, yeah. so like, let's say I go like, my friend's fucking, I, I, my friend fucking, uh, he's late. My friend's late, right? And I'm fuck is he late, man? He's always now it comes here now. So that's the judgment. Here comes the punishment. You know why? Because he's a dick and he's always been a selfish piece of shit. There goes the punishment. Anybody, think about anybody you judge. You judge them and then you give them punishment. So how do you how do you release people? How do you release yourself from punishing people? And by the way, when you punish, you're kind of creating bad energy for yourself. So, yeah, nah, nah, bro, I'm just why we get all deep, bro. No, we have <laughs> bro. I am thoroughly enjoying this conversation, cry. bro. No, this shit is fun, bro. And I knew we were just gonna fucking just we were just gonna fucking plug this bitch in and fucking go out, bro. You know what I mean? No, and, homie, and I, bro, I have fun with you, bro, because because this I, I knew like, like we obviously bro when uh, lips right here DJ told me about you and everything talked about you told me what you did all that you know I was like wow let me check it out boom boom we talked a lot and ah bro that's a homie bro that's a real dude bro thank you brother and then and then that's why I had a you know I, I was excited about coming down here you know thank you brother so, you know what Willie <laughs> I want to do this bro I want to do this I and I don't ever do this bro but I just want to do this just because you're a comedian and I am. I think I'm a comedian, bro. You know what I mean? Which I'm not, bro. I could never do what you guys do, brother. You know what I mean? I'm just the no, back. You... I'm the backyard do the talk shit, right? Um, but check it out, bro. I want to do this with you, and it's called shots fired or props fired. Shots or props. Okay. Shots or props, bro. You know what I mean? And this is fellow comedians vale. in the industry. So first, and you mentioned this dude already, but I, the, the first on the list is Paul Rodriguez. First thing that comes to your head. Good guy. Good guy, bro. Uh, solid. Um, sentimental, yeah, sentimental. He will cry like that, bro. The, the minute the minute you start drinking with him, he'll think about his dad. I always go back to his dad and his mom. And, and, and empieza a llorar. 
He got a lot of love. No, he's just that. Yeah, he's a, he, good guy. Sentimental. That's that's what he said. Cat Williams, crazy motherfucker, bro. Have you ever met crazy? Him? Yeah, we had the same at one point in our careers. Uh, uh, we had a manager that only had three clients, and it was it was it was Cat. It was Tony Rock, Chris's brother, and me. Only had three clients, bro. And I used to love to hear the stories about Cat. That's when Cat lived in the South Central. And, uh, and, and these people were like, like wealthy, white, rich people, bro, who don't come from the hood. And uh, he would call, he would, I would go because we'd have meetings and strategize on what we were going to do. And he would, he would be sleepy. I'd go, why are you sleepy? Cat called me last night. He needed groceries for his kids. I show up, you know, and he's got a gun, and he just he just walks me back to the, to his place, you know, and like he tell these cool stories about 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 Cat Williams, bro. So crazy motherfucker, bro. Funny, funny, talented, that, uh, genius. That, that yeah, that dude. Those are the words. That's, that's, I'm gonna describe him like that. Pam Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. Dave Chappelle, genius. Uh, uh, the top. He's the top. He's number one, bro. He's, Why is he's, he the he's, top? He's a Bruce Lee. But, but so check it out, bro. So sometimes let, let me let me paint. The, let me say it like this, bro. So you are a comedian mm -hmm. in the game, mm -hmm. right? And there's they, when there, there's other genres, bro, that can potentially sometimes say that the top dude is not the top dude, and this is why, bro. But you were saying. Dave Chappelle was the top dude. Now, I think it, across the country, bro, I believe that he is known as the top dude, no, right? No, no, absolutely. You know? absolutely. And, but why, as a fellow comedian, that you can uh, uh, just put forward that respect and give him that? The balls, the intelligence, and, and the humor, those three things, and his ability to disclose and tell the truth about all the bullshit that happens in our society, and make it funny, bro. Because anybody can say those things, but without the magic of humor, it's just a speech. But the fact that he talks about these deep fucking issues and makes him funny makes every comedian, bro, every comedian alive look at him and go, fuck, man, why didn't I think of that? Fuck, why didn't I think that's clever? And, and, and he's like, you know... I know he meditates, bro. I'm, I've never, you know, I've seen him in rooms and everything. I've never been deep with the guy at all. I'm never going to fucking say something that's not true, you know? But I know if somebody was to to talk to him or I was able to to, to just pick his brain a little, I, I'm pretty sure that Vato um, meditates a lot and gets deeper. And I knew one time he won an award and I saw him, I saw him in a interview. And the first time I saw the guy get like a, yeah, he's vulnerable on stage, but I saw him like raw vulnerable, and they gave him this award, something you know, for all the, obviously for everything he's done, and he said, "I'm just so thankful that they're acknowledging the amount of hours that I put into my work." That's what he said. He said he didn't say, I, I, "I'm acknowledging you know that I'm, I'm happy that you guys are acknowledging my my work." He said, "I'm acknowledging that you guys." I'm happy that you guys are acknowledging the amount of time that I put broke. Because when we write a joke, man, when I tell comedians, and Jay, Lo Jay Leno told me this when I was a, a young comedian, he goes, Willie, I'm going to tell you how you're always going to keep working in this business. You'll always have a career. You'll always be able to feed your family. And here it is, this, this simple. Comedians are lazy. They're lazy people. So if you work hard, you'll always have a career. That stuck with me, bro. I'm like, oh, all right, so long as I work, I'm gonna keep working, and that's true, bro. You can out funny me. You know, you be funnier than me, but all right, motherfucker, are you gonna put the work in? You know, so yeah. 
Willie, I think you are a f- one funny motherfucker, bro. Like straight up, everything I see of you, bro, I fucking I fall out, bro. And I'm I am I'm a I'm a critic, and I don't have any expertise of why I consider myself a critic. Like I really, since I was young, it, in, my, in the household, it was always just like with my cousins. We always clown each other, try to make my grandma laugh. But I really like. Dave Chappelle, bro. Uh, he is the like metaphorical Wu Tang rapper of 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 comedy because the way he ties in the first joke yeah. to the middle joke yeah, yeah. to the last joke, bro, yeah. that is a work of fucking genius. But that's a lot of work, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why that's a lot of work. Go back to Richard Pryor, bro. Go back to Richard Pryor and watch Richard Pryor. Have you ever seen Richard Pryor's first Tonight Show? Have you ever honestly, bro? Okay, I'm gonna tell you I, I when you look it up. He's, he's on The Tonight Show, and he's wearing a suit. This is his first appearance, wearing a suit with a black tie. And he tells jokes like this, like, hey, joke one. And he waits. Joke two. You know, it's a process, bro. As he kept pushing to be a better comedian, he went from jokes to bits, right? Now, what's a bit? What's the difference between a joke and a bit? A joke is like, but a boom but a boom Oh, ha, ha, ha. Okay, a bit is but a boom Doom, 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 doom. Like three tags to a joke. That's a, a, that's a bit. It's a bit. You know, a, a premise, three, four, five tags. That's that's a bit. Then when you come to the realization as a as a person, when you when you come to the comfortableness of your own skin, you go from bits to stories. Yeah. So you go jokes, bits, stories. Now what stories, bro? Stories is the fact that you can sit on stage and and not say a word and just sit there. Another great fucking amazing quote from Dave Chappelle. And I saw this, man, uh, where another comedian said the best advice he ever got from Dave Chappelle. And he said, you know, Dave Chappelle told me something when I got off stage. And he said, the genius is in the silence. And I was like, oh, fuck. And now I get it. Now, because I was talking They're like, always looking for a They're laugh. always like, yeah, 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 like me, like me, like me. Jokey, yeah. jokey, punchy, punch, jokey, jokey. But when you're, when there's silence in a joke, and then I connected that with Richard Pryor when I read a book called Prior Convictions, which is the only book written by Richard Pryor, by the way. For the young comedians, go find it. You, you, you know, you have to go on Amazon or whatever, man, because you, but you can't buy it at Barnes and Nobles or anything like that. You got to search for this book. It's called Prior Convictions. And then when, I, when he said that, when I heard Dave Chappelle say, uh, the power is in the silence. Then I understood. Now I understand Richard Pryor talking about being a comedian is like being in a race car. He goes, you start at first, you go to second, you go to third, you go to fourth, you go to fifth, you come back down to fourth. Here comes a turn. Go back. So there's you don't always have to be. You could like calm the fuck down, Sometimes man. Sometimes you got to breathe. We go back to Emilio Emilio Rivera. I would send him stuff, like, when I was acting, trying out for shit, I would send Emilio Rivera. i go, Emilio, what do you think about this? And he goes, this, I love him, bro. Emilio, but, um, that's good, Willie. It's good, man. But you're not breathing. He would tell me that. Because Emilio would say, you're not breathing. He goes, because you're holding your breath in. And it, so I started connecting that with the stand-up, and that with Dave Chappelle and, and Richard Pryor, breathing. Relax. Calm the fuck down. If they like you, they like you. If they don't, fuck them. You know what? They gave me uh, They gave me an email one time to send them some audition tapes uh, for that fool on Hulu. This fool. 
This yeah, fool. fool. This fool on Hulu. And now that you're saying this, bro, when I did the audition tape that Casey filmed, I wasn't breathing. They wanted a they wanted a tough dude talking shit, you know? And and you know what? Maybe if I would have breathed, took a breath within it, been mm -hmm. a little more calm, you know, but I was just like, what the fuck, bro? No. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? No, and and, yeah, and, and I didn't, I didn't, they never, they never got back at me, bro. But in my mind, brother. In my mind, I said, mm. I killed that shit. Yeah, yeah. I got that shit. You did. You even added, any, uh, any you even day. added to you it. You improvised. Any, yeah. any day, yeah. this is going to be coming to me. You know? nah, and bro. it didn't, bro. Why? Because I wasn't breathing, bro. I was all breath. Like, just. Yeah. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to. Uh, Exhale. The, the, no, the, the book that um, Emilio recommended to me was by his acting coach. And I bought the audio. All right? And in the audio, like, it starts out. Because he also was a, a, a coach for uh Car Carmen, um, the Cuban girl, she looks white. Carmen oh. Diaz. Is that, is that her name? Is she Cuban? Carmen yeah, Diaz? she's Cuban. Yeah, yeah she's, yeah, she's Cubana. So um, <laughs> I'm listening to it, and then um, Emilio goes, this is the book you should have. The, the, the actor's last name is Hiller, man. I forget, I forget the name of the book, and I apologize yeah. to, your, to your people. Anyways, uh, and, and he goes, and he talks about Cameron uh, Diaz, and then he talks about, and there's an actor by the name of Milo Rivera that I coached. And he goes, that guy came to me and he wanted to learn to act. And I'm listening to the book. Oh, shit, he's talking about Emilio, you know? Because I coached, I coached his nephew in Little League, bro. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, you know, uh, so I've, I've known him for a long time, bro. I've known him as Familia for a long time. So, uh, so he says, and Emilio, I started telling him about the deepness of acting and the deepness of letting yourself go. And he goes, Emilio started crying. It's in the book, and, and I'm like, what the fuck? Emilio started, what the fuck? Emilio started crying. Emilio, Emilio fucking, bro, you don't fuck around with Emilio, bro. I called him up, I go, dog, do you hear the homeboy says you cried? And he goes, fuck, I hated that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the book, bro, I'm going to share it with you. Uh, maybe if you want, I don't know, to tell your people, or, right, you guys send them a, a link yeah. to, the, to the book, to anybody who wants to study acting. It was a book that that resonated with me, and and it simplified. And it's like Albert Einstein said, right? As a teacher, good teachers teach difficult things very simple. Bad teachers teach simple things very difficult. So the guy really simplifies. Entiendes? Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Roseanne oh. Barr. Oh, badass bitch. Badass bitch with fucking balls of steel and and... Fuck, bro. She's she's good friends with a good friend. I don't know her, and I know eventually I'm going to have fucking drinks with her because, uh, you know, one of my compas is Isai Morales. You know, as you guys know, as Babo from uh, La Bamba. Okay. And he's played the president on HBO. Richie! Richie! All right, so Isai is, is, is one of my homies, bro. And Roseanne had called uh, uh, Isai. And wanted him about four years ago to run for president, but no <laughs> vice president, because she wanted to run for president. And he and 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 this is like, this is like shit that's not on the tabloids. I mean, this is fucking, you know, this is like fucking hot off the press. I'm telling you, Brian. I know Eastside wouldn't. If I say this story, he's not gonna say shit. Like he's not gonna call me and go fuck it. What'd you what'd you say? No, you know, it's not that serious. He just told me like he goes, bro, this fucking bitch is fucking crazy, man. She goes, let's do this. 
She, you know what I mean? She wanted to run. She wanted him to be a fucking vice president. She's bro. a fucking nut. No, so, bro. so she's a bad bitch. She had, you know, Bobo for vice president. Just like, just <laughs> like Roseanne Barr having a, a a bad head injury at a young age. So did Sam Kinison. Oh, bro, he's a beast. Another beast. Yeah, I think I think what made Sam Kinison um, who he was was he took something that was taboo, which was religion. And he he made it humorous, like he would he would find the, the 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 things about religion that we know is bullshit, bro. Because we know there's spiritual people that want to guide you, and there's spiritual people that want your money. You know, you know what I mean. We, you can separate. And I think what Sam what Sam Kinison did was like exploit the bullshit, you know, because he he was a preacher at one time. Has anyone ever duplicated his style? Because there's a lot of duplications, right? Yeah. Uh, in the in the industry of of comedy, has anyone ever like come close to being like, "Hey, bro, you sound like Sam Kinison." Mm. Oh, um, yelling and screaming at people. I I I, I, I wouldn't May, say I, no no. Yeah, that's a good Ralphie one. Ralphie May. Ralphie May. But I, it, it's a style. Yelling at people. Um, hey. The fuck, <laughs> you know, the, the, uh, uh, what's, what's that? Dane Cook does that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Dane Cook yells, and I'm not. Listen, man, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying because obviously you can get my act and go. Uh, this is you got influence. We got influenced by somebody. Everybody. Sam oh, got influenced a, by somebody. Yeah. So it's no. There's no. Um, that's the evolution there's no, of comedy. There's no malice in here in my words because respect, man. But you know, everybody got. I mean, when you're talking about guy, like guys that scream, it's like uh, Dane Cook. With uh, Sebastian Malasconi, the new one, right? Sebastian, Italian. Italian guy, fucking, ah, yeah. fucking you know, um, Carlos, obviously Mencia. Yeah. Ah, fuck you. Ah. I got one for you, Ralph Barbosa. I've seen the kid. I've seen the kid. I like him. I like him. Um, I like how he writes. I like how he writes, bro. You think, you but think, I think, you think, but he, I, you think he writes that all himself? I don't know. I mean, I, on the I, come I, up, you usually do, right? I know. You, you, yeah, when you're broke, bro, you have nobody to pay. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. You know, and then once you're making money, you're like, you know, fuck, everybody show up my house, motherfucker, bring jokes. But, uh, um, His no. Silence I, is great. No, I, I, no, bro. Uh, I never knew about the dude, bro. Until the George Lopez. Until the George Lopez thing. I never knew about him. Great but purpose. you know what? What do you feel about that? What's your but, take but on no, that? But no, then I started watching him, and I go, this, guy, this guy's got some good uh, writing skills. But... What I'm about to say, if he sees it, he might go like, fuck you, hater. And I get it, because when you're, you're younger, you're, you're quick to fucking put your hands up, you know? Uh, but I believe that he's growing into himself. And I believe as he matures and as he experiences more life, like anybody, man, you know, like if you take early Richard to later Richard, I believe the cat is going to be, if, if he doesn't let all this shit get to his head, and says, okay, yeah, I'm getting some success, but I got to keep writing. If he keeps writing and he keeps the discipline, he will evolve. And, 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 and it's like peeling the onion, bro. You get deeper and deeper and deeper into, like, right. self. Do you think that it's hard for a raza, Mexicanos, whatever uh, Latino descent you might be, mm -hmm. it's harder? Because I see, I see Ralph Barbosa as universal, bro. Absolutely, He's going to make everybody laugh. And yeah. there's some... 
uh, uh, Rasa comedians, bro, they just target a certain audience which stunts their fucking growth, I think, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But is it, is it, I mean, there's an actual art to that. I mean, when you write your jokes, brother, it's, I feel like you are universal as well, bro. You will make everybody laugh. You don't just need a brown crowd to make them laugh and feel, relate with you. You can make anybody laugh. Well, I, I went through a journey. I went through a journey, you know, with my career and every comedian's as an individual as your fingerprint is. Mine was when I was coming up, George was already headlining. He wasn't famous. He was headlining George Lopez and respect, man. We, he, he, me and him used to drink beers whenever I saw him at the laugh factory. Um, the guy who was the metal metal was Paul Rodriguez underneath George was Carlos. So bro, other than that, a la verga, bro. I don't give a fuck who you say. I, I, I was there in Hollywood. I, I was there. I can tell you exactly who. It. Anybody want to dispute? Fuck you. There was a guy. There was there was a guy coming up. Me and him were like, you know, it was uh, Freddie Soto who passed away early, bro. That's why you might know not know of him. But this fucker was talented. Um, he passed away early because of drugs. And then there was Salud. And then there was um, Greg Geraldo who had a show on ABC. He's from the East Coast. He's a Puerto Rican cat. He's a lawyer. Su super, super funny, bro. But for me, I said, okay, George already does, like, you know, all the Raza stuff. Paul did all the Raza stuff. Carlos was like, shut up, fucker. Right? You know? And then uh, for me, I said, okay, I, I don't want to, you know, I want to take the, the road less traveled. So I was doing these jokes where I was like, I just, I just want to, want to hit them, you know. I remember one of the first jokes I did on the Tonight Show was about Jewish people, bro. Yeah, bro, they were. I didn't know. Like I'm. So it's all Jewish people running that shit, <laughs> homie. <laughs> I was so, I was so oblivious to how, you know, I was just a young comedian that was naive, and I just thought it was a funny joke, and I got big laughs, bro. I'm gonna tell you something about this joke. I mean, was that still, was that still shunned on like back then, bro? Like if bro, you were in a you're in that bro, environment. Bro, we're talking 1996, 96. When I this joke is not it was like it was my second Tonight Show. And, and here's the joke, bro. So, but here it is. I'm in my dressing room, and uh, and the producers come up to my dressing room, and they're like, "Hey, Willie, you know that Jewish joke, that one you're doing, the one." They go, "Don't do it." I go, "Really? Okay, cool." So they leave. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, right? Now I gotta. As a comedian, you guys know, now I gotta take a joke out and connect these other two. Like, how do I segue these two? How do I make this joke connect with that joke? So I'm, I'm like, okay, I could say this, I could say that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in my brain, I'm fucking connecting the two jokes, bro. Yeah, don't forget, don't say that joke, boom, 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 boom. Right, we're talking about how he's the right humor. So now, I'm behind that curtain, bro. You know, there's a curtain like this, and I'm behind it, and, uh, and they come back from commercial, and you can hear the band play, right, the band plays. And then Jay goes, Hey, we're back. They come up to me right before I go on stage and they go, that Jewish joke, go ahead and do it. Now I got to put that shit in fucking oh, fuck. two, two, three seconds. I got to put that Jewish joke together, bro. So when Why was the change of heart, though, bro? What I don't fucking know. I don't know Hollywood, bro. I'm not in it. Well, let me All make right? a phone call right so, now. I know so, a couple so, Jewish people. Here's, here's, they got cleared, yeah. But here's, the joke. Here's, the, here's the joke, bro. I'll do the joke for you right now. That was from 1996, right? Right, key up the Tonight Show music. All right, here we go. So I go like this, bro. I go, uh, hey, everybody, do you know if it wasn't for a certain turn of events in our history, all Catholics and Christians would have been Jewish? I say, you know why? 
because Jesus used to be Jewish, but he got kicked out for doing all those miracles for free. <laughs> See? So, oh, oh my God. so I was I was I was writing different even as a young comic. Not because I thought I was better than anybody, because I felt like okay, this lane's already taken. Let me go through this. So hold on, let me hit the B real on you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not a rim shot. <laughs> hey, let's take a quick break. I gotta take a leak and we're gonna be right back with Willie Baby. Let's go. Quick break. P break. Everything dope in the pussy like a B of A deposit. Baby girl robotic, she gang bang robotic. Hang with the rules, or you gotta pull your weight. Throw the biggest tool, keep one in the chain. This is not a date. Dance with the Mex, get your face in the cake. Yeah, the devil's praying to me, and I'll go and get his way. He kept me work, boy. Yeah, the devil said to me, and I can't wait to meet you one day. Still can't make a dollar. Anybody home, Mr. 38 Revolver? Holla, Lord, I need change. Heard you heal the hurt. I heard you kill the pain. Hold me down the street. You left them dead in the dirt. Now his mama growing grace. Clouds in the skies leave tears on the grave. No smile on the face, just another t-shirt. Small funeral, see his girl when they flirt. Shit's still fresh, still smell death. Bunch of drug addicts can't wait to fuck next. Let the pussy rest. Waiting on the prey like a goon in your home. It's two in the morning. Yeah, 
good let's go let's get back on this right now oh we're oh casey's taking a leak right now casey's taking a leak uh nick get over there and press uh main scene and let's get uh let's get willie back right here real quick he's got he's on the time frame no, so I'm good, bro. I'm we're good. gonna respect it baby all right i wanted i want willie i wanted to do this brother i had a couple comedians that i wanted to bring up to you because just because i just like i love the craft of what you guys do brother like, I listen to, honestly, sometimes, bro, I just listen to, I'll be at work, bro, and instead of listening to music, I'll listen to motherfuckers like you, bro. You know what I mean? Talking right. your shit. And it just makes me, I mean, let me ask you, I've always wanted to ask a comedian this, bro. What's more powerful, laughter or prayer? They're both needed, bro. It's like yin and yang. Okay. Because, well, I'm not a religious man at all, but I am. A, I do believe in energy, and I do believe in, um, and... If you got you got to find peace and a place where you can um, meditate, and I think meditation and prayer are one and the same. They just have different names. Um, yeah, I think they're both needed, bro. I think meditation. You said prayer. I'll say prayer because you use the word. I usually don't use that word. I use meditation, but. When you no. meditate, what do you, I mean, what's going through you? Because obviously you said it a couple of times, mm -hmm. brother. So let's speak on that. Yeah. I mean, so medic, has, how long have you been meditating for it? And has that been like, has that helped your, your fucking craziness in your head, bro? Yeah. Like as a, because I think all comedians, bro, have a whole lot of crazy in their head and especially successful ones like your fucking self, brother. Yeah. You know, like, so is that, the, does that calm the waves? That calm the craziness? It, calm, it, it calms the waves. It clears the path and it brings things that you want to create. But when you meditate, man, people, if you're going to sit down and close your eyes, and one thing, we talked about forgiveness for yourself, right? Because you got to clear the energy for things to come to you. First and foremost is have gratitude. Be grateful for things you have. See, I always, I'm always grateful first. Thank you for everything I have. And then I ask. It's like if I wanted something from you, right? Let's say, let's say I needed 20 bucks from you, bro. I wouldn't say, hey, give me $20, dog. Give me 20 That's all I need is give me 20 No, I would like, hey, bro, I know you're my friend. You always look out for me. I'm saying, I'm showing gratitude. I need a favor. I need $20 for you, man. I'll pay you back. I just, I just need $20. I'd be like, give me $20, man. No. Why? Because you owe me $20. Why? Owe me because I'm your friend. So it is not like that. So, and the so, universe is the same way. You got to have gratitude. So check it out. The first way you asked me, I'd have given you 15 The second way you asked me, I'd have given you $40, bro, and asked you what, if there's anything else I can do See? for you, dog. And that's you the know, universe. And you're 100% correct. And that's brother. the universe talking to you. And, but but is, the, that, is, yeah. that, is that kind of like what you take, you get from meditation? Yeah. I mean, what, what kind of meditation are we talking about? What are you? What kind of meditation are you doing, brother? Look, look bro, this, this is nothing crazy, bro. I, I tell my sons, I share with you what I tell my sons. I mean, 
I know you get you you you, you get depressed. I know you you get you get sad. I know sometimes you're happy. Sometimes trying to keep it all balanced. Uh, please, please take time to be by yourself and take a walk somewhere when no one's around, and just take that walk and be able to be yourself. You know, I know one the number one reason I believe comedians a lot of them are corny as fuck is because writing. Think about this, bro. To write is to sit by yourself, bro. No one around, bro. No noise. The only noise is in your head. So if you're don't like if you don't love yourself, bro, you don't want to be yourself with be yourself because all you hear is like you piece of shit. You're no good. You're not even good. You're faking it as a comedian. You hear all this negative shit. So that's why ah fuck it. Let's close the book. I'm gonna go call my friend. Let's go do something. Because, you know, to create, you gotta be by yourself. And I think the, the the hard thing that people have is to be by themselves because they hear these n negative things, which I believe uh, when you meditate and you have love and forgiveness for yourself, it helps with uh, with that uh, with that part of your life. There's another great book I recommend to any young comedians. It's called The Artist's Way, which this book is half a, a workbook and half uh, reading. It was written by a lady named Cameron who her... A husband uh, directed uh, the Titanic. Wow. So it's called The Artist's Way. It's an amazing book, and it makes you dig deep, bro. You want to talk about dig deep and fucking crying? The show asks you questions about your childhood and your life, and you start writing. You're like, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but those things clear a path, man. If, you, if you're craving to be the artist you want to be, man, you got to put the work in. No one's going to, you know, like art, and greatness doesn't show up like, hey, art greatness is here. No, fucker, go get it. You know, w w pe people that have wisdom, people always think, oh, that guy's so wise. No, he studied wisdom. That's how it became wise. It's got to be passed yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, nobody's born with wisdom. I love that guy. Here we Salute, go. Salute, my G. I love you, brother. Salute, bro. Thank you, brother. I got um, this from, I'm, I'm, I'm not even from Texas, but the Texas people got me going like this, fuckers. <laughs> it's all your fault, Texas people. Joe Rogan. Deep in the heart of Texas. Joe Rogan. I love Joe, bro. I think Joe's a beast. The thing about Joe, and I know he has a hard time with me, bro. And and I've never been on his podcast, bro. Why? But I believe I don't know, man. Something happened, but I know we had a we had a mutual friend uh by the name of Joe Camacho. And Joe was the first one to teach me jujitsu. And he taught my sons. My my sons fought MMA, bro, when they were little. They were fighting in legal cage fights, bro, since they were 10, wow. you know. And Joe fought um, cage, but he, he he never made it. He never got in UFC, but everybody knows Joe. Joe Camacho went to Garfield. Joe Camacho's good friends of Mike Beltran. Mike Beltran is a UFC referee, you know, from Garfield. Yeah. He's a homie. I don't know. If, have you had Mike on? No, I'm not, I, I haven't had him on, bro, because he's a fucking, like, an FBI fucking informant. No, he's a, he's, a, he's a cop, bro. He's a cop? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 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 He's, he's, a, he's a sheriff. He's a detective. Okay. Oh, you, don't want, you don't want him? No, I mean, we. I, I, I can entertain it maybe one day, possibly. I don't know, but, but, right but anyway, so, so, <laughs> so I got into jiu-jitsu because of Joe. Joe, Mike now is a badass jiu-jitsu guy, bro. I, I, I got a blue belt in my... You know, I was like, fuck it. It's enough. Fuck it. I can know how to tap you out. But you get deep into it, right? Purple, brown, black. And um, my first day of jiu-jitsu was uh, Mike's first day. And uh, I remember the first time me and Mike were fucking grappling. We were like, 
uh, we didn't even know how to hold each other. We were like two idiots. Like, <laughs> how, do you, how, how do you do this? Um, so the mutual friends are with Joe Rogan there, right? Joe Rogan, like, he'll bring up something. I remember back in the day. This is back in the day. I was like, yeah, um, you know, I think in the cage fights, uh, you got to have good hands. And then Joe would be like, hands who needs hands man blah blah he's doing all this shit about jujitsu all this, shit. this is back in, and, and i know maybe now he'll say that didn't happen i know it happened for a fact so no where i disagree with you you know so every time we've had a conversation another time we're at the ice house and he was talking about something and i disagreed and he goes you know willie here it is bro here's you and i he goes we're both alphas right and i said i disagree with you because they've done you know there's no such thing as alphas They've done a study, and then, like, I just don't agree with him. And I think, who knows, man? I don't know. I just, I'm someone who, uh, yeah, but I think the guy's funny. So The guy's a fucking mad genius. I think he's a mad genius. Well, I'm going to tell you this, bro. I think he's a genius in the podcast and, game and his his oh. uh, his his uh, uh, ability to, to retain all that fucking information is Fucking complete genius, but I'll tell you this right now, bro. I am not a fan of his comedy, bro. I cannot laugh at none of his shit, bro. But I love the dude, and I've ever seen the dude. I praise him and I hug him and I'd be happy to meet him. But I would be happy to meet him for his podcast, see, not his for, comedy. See, for you, but if you share that information you just said right now, that that you know. That will get me shunned like you. You, you, sir. you would never be. You would never. You would never be in his show. You know. And I don't need. I don't. You know what, bro? I would love to be in a show, but I don't need to be in no, a show. Just saying, like with your, you know just, like, saying, just like you, with the people that let hear your jokes, bro. Yeah. Are you gonna censor yourself? No. no you're no, gonna say it the way it is, bro. And sometimes being real, it could put you on the wrong side of certain tracks, bro. And it is what it is. But we will get through that, and we will be successful in our own way. And no. however we do it, even though when dudes come on this show, comedians, upcoming comedians. Like he's got numbers, baby. You know no, what I mean? no, come on, bro. He's a fucking millionaire many, many times over. I was I was really, really good friends with um with Joey Diaz. Who who, who That's who, the next dude I wanted to ask who, you. Go. Yeah, and Joey Diaz and Joe are like brothers, you know. But he kinda hurt me, bro, about uh two years ago. Because I was gonna start a podcast. And at the time, Joey, man, just be real, bro. Um, he needed some help with some stuff, and I was there for him, you know? I mean, I'm not trying to act like a bitch, like, oh, no, no, but, bro, bro, I fucking, whatever you needed, I was there. So I felt like, hey, as a homie, and enjoy and, and being real, you know, Joey being Joey, you know who he is, I I, I said, uh, hey, homie, you know, I'm starting this podcast, and he goes, what's your numbers? I said, I got no numbers, bro, I'm just starting, and this is Joey. Hey, uh, you know, it's embarrassing. I can't be on the show with fucking no numbers. I'm like, yeah, but I'll get numbers if I have you yeah, as a guest. And yeah. he's like, no, fucking get numbers, then then I'll fucking talk to you. I'm yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. after, but bro, and this after we had, we we're like homies, you know? And I was like, oh, all right, homies, all right, it's cool, it's cool, big dog. So now yeah. that's it. So this, you know, I'm, I'm cool with them, bro. No, no, no my bellow, you know, I, 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 obviously, you know, respect. Look what he's done. You got to respect people who. Who've, who've done well, but that was, I mean, you, you ask me questions about anybody, I'm gonna tell you, bro. You, you know yeah. what, bro? You can give Joey this. At least he told you the truth. Yeah. And then I gotta give him that too, bro. At least he told you the uh, truth, yeah, bro. Yeah. 
Cause but you know lot, what? A mean? lot of dudes could have given you like, oh yeah, we'll do it, dog. No, no problem. But, you know what I mean? And you hit them up, they don't hit you back. Like he told you the real, bro. Yeah, but you and, got, and, yeah, and you got to give them that. Cause I, I I like Joey Diaz, and I'm not trying to give him a pass on this, bro. Because right now the homie right here is Willie right here. No, no. And you're right. But listen, let, let me tell you something, bro. At the same time. Okay, bro, I could have handled it better. 100, bro. You, you, what I'm hearing you right now, absolutely I could have handled it way, way better. But, um, you know, I'm a human. So, fuck, oh, no. I, I got a little, I got a little, I got my feelings a little bit on bro, that. Bro, you know? no. I, I, like, I did, bro. I was like a little bitch about it. You know? I, really? like, I would have been a little bitch was, about it, too. I was like, fuck you then, bro. I even blocked him, bro. Now that he calls me. <laughs> fuck yeah. He blocked him on Facebook, <laughs> <Yeah>. Instagram. <laughs> I was like Ginger. that. I was like that angry ex, bro. Willie you know what? Hey, Willie, I dare you. Them I, on you like that, you I dare, that petty I, shit, huh? I dare you look for me, fucker. What's over? <laughs> that was right. Shout out, shout, out, shout out to prayers too. Prayers blocked me too. But anyways, and um, yeah, Joey doesn't do his podcast anymore. He stopped it. He I, and it. I start. I I stopped seeing episodes coming up. But hey, to, to each his own. Whatever the reason why. Bill Burr, a genius, bro. Another, another guy that's out there. Um. That's um, yeah. He's he can man. It's so crazy, bro. Uh, Bill Bear, uh, a bird, made me do something in my life, bro. Like he checked me without him knowing. I have a reputation, bro, for going up to young comics and going, "Hey, bro, that's not your joke, you motherfucker." Blah blah blah. Yeah, I have a bad reputation for just calling motherfuckers out, man, because I was such a stickler for writing. And one day, um. When me and my wife were together, she bought this beautiful puppy, man. And the puppy, when we got it, we got it from the pile, and they told us it was, it, was a, it was a German Shepherd. So it was beautiful, boom, boom, boom. Fucking dog's growing. He, he turns into a uh, fucking Rottweiler. <laughs> and he's <laughs> chewing everything. He fucking listens to nothing, bro. He's destructive. And I'm writing this bit. And then I go to the ice house and I see Bill Burr. Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing, man? What's up, bro? What's up? Hey, how you doing? Well, I'm good, man. I'm just, I'm just here going on my notes. All right, man. I'm gonna go up right now. Okay, go, man. Go, right, Bill. So he goes up. He does a bit, bro. Now he, I have my bit on the index cards. He goes up there, and he does a bit about a Rottweiler that it was a puppy. That boom, 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 boom. exact same fucking thing. And that's when I said, obviously, I tore up my notes, bro. Like, I'm never going to do that joke. You know, this is, Bill did it first. You know what I mean? He's doing it right there in front of me. And I just tore it up, bro. And I just fucking fucked with me for like a week or two weeks where I go, man, how many times have I gone up to comedians and fucked with them? And maybe they just didn't see me. They, you know, they just had the same fucking human experience. And it kind of changed me a little bit. So without Bill knowing, that fucking changed me a little bit, bro. That, that, and the that, way you, and the way you, and the uh, way I approach young yeah. comics that do stuff where I thought, oh, motherfucker, man, you know, you took that, you know, you stole it, you lifted, yeah. you lifted that. In, in comedy, and, and, and comedy, we say lifting. You know? Joe Joe Rogan kind of shitted on uh, Carlos Mencia yeah. over that shit. Like he, there was like a feud going on, bro. Like <laughs> between Carlos them and, I, and I believe that it really affected Carlos's career. One hundred, one hundred, bro. That's, that's why he got censored, though. But but Car, but but yeah, we got blacklisted yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. but bro, Car, like, but listen, is, man, is that is that is within the man, community you're going, you're of comedians? Going back. Literally, with, you're literally going back twenty five years within ago. Within the community, bro, when when someone sees like a Joe Rogan doing this to a Carlos, what is everybody on the outside thinking? 
Okay, this is what I this is, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my perspective on that. Carlos did have a bad reputation, bro, for lifting. He he did, he did, he had a reputation, no doubt, bro. Um, I can tell him his face. I love him. I had a barbecue at my house like three years ago. I invited a bunch of comics, and I told the comics I'm gonna invite Carlos. I'm gonna forgive him because okay, man, the, the punishment has got to fit the crime, you know. He did something bad, but what the fuck, dude? You know, it's not like the dude fucking murdered fucking 10 people. He made a mistake. I said, I'm going to invite him. Had a carne asada. You know how we do. And, I, and he showed up, and then uh, I just told all the comedians, just shut the fuck up. Don't, don't bring up that. I'll just have a drink with him. And uh, so to me, it's like he um, he paid for whatever he did, and I'll leave it at that. You know, the, whether he pocket. whether ever he wants to admit it, that's that's on Carlos. Whether he wants to admit it or not, that that that's on him. Has he ever but, admitted but, it? No, no, but wow. no, bro. No, you, you know what it was? He was telling stories while they were telling jokes. You remember how he, he told was, yeah. jokes? He was yeah, telling he, stories. He, well, yeah, he was. He was right. Exactly. He was, he was, As a comedian, I know that he was. He was gifted, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he exactly he, he abused his power a little bit, right? It's because, like you fuck a like, hyena and you know, Carlos bro, was fucking her better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Carlos licked the butthole from the back, homie. Right. And the homie was bro. just sitting in from the front, right? I, right? I never fucking exactly. Yes, bro. You, you you really put that in perspective, bro. No. <laughs> I think yeah. No, you you you're right. He, he, he was doing it like that. Yeah, huh? he was one up in him. Yeah, no. Carlos was licking chicken lean way before us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. No, but you know, bro. Me and him made made the peace and it's all up. Vale, you know? right? It's all good. Check yeah. it out. Last but not least, George Perez. Fucking Cholo, bro. <laughs> uh, he's, he's good people, bro. He's always been solid with me. You know, he's always been just uh, a person. He's just been a person with me, bro. We've never, like, I've done this podcast a couple times, and uh, I've never, it's kind of like this, bro. You know what I mean? It's like, it's never like, oh, fucking showtime. Other than when I fucked up fucking Woodstock, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you do a podcast with fucking George Perez, just wait until the picture comes off the wall. Hey, there's always going to be two C's, cocaine and cats, me. That's it. No, bro. He's a fool. I love cocaine that dude, and cats. I love that dude. No, you know, he, he's, he's, he's um scaling back on that, bro. I know, he's scaling him back on the... That's you good. Know? That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. That's cool no, no, he's a good vato, bro. But he's, he's scaling really back because we we fucking side dick at yeah, him. Yeah, cause, <laughs> yeah, Because we've we've hung out and uh and uh and I I'm like, well, bro, you know, you're not. And he goes, nah, bro, I'm taking a break. Well, all right, bro. That's good, good, bro. So now, nah, if you say George Perez, bro, solid dude. George, I love you. I wish wish you would write more because you're that talented, you know. And I and and that's all, man. I just he's, he's he's talented and and I'm not telling you anything that I wouldn't tell him. You know 100%. what I mean? Like I like like I think the dude is so talented that that you know that he's got a lot in him that he needs to put on paper. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Perez is one about to shoot it from the hip, dog. Yeah, you know, I, uh, you know what? I, you know what I want to do? I'm gonna take phone calls real quick before you get out of here. I know you got to go right now, brother. I know you got an appointment right now. Uh, <laughs> and I want to give these guys. I want to throw my boys in alley oop right here. This is Young Beeves. This is a uh, Elias Cepeda. 
Dude, my, my boy, uh, uh, they call him Snoopy from A-Team, bro. He been shot 18 fucking times, bro. 12 times. Huh? 12 times. 12 times. You trying to get me shot six more times, bro? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know how we do these stories, bro? We put a little tapatio on this shit, A little shit, bit of those tacos? Yeah, dog. It was an 8K. And then we got Young Bees, bro. And these dudes right here have been with me since day one, brother. And I told him, I said, check it out. Willie coming through, dog. And what do I, I'm a good homie, mm -hmm. bro. You feel right. what I'm saying, dog? Yeah. And I want to bring my boy boys through dog is there any way and i'm not trying to put you on the spot bro but is there any way that we can get these guys to open up for you yeah absolutely bro um i'm gonna be in uh i'm gonna be in uh bro they are funny bro no, no, no they're funny no, bro. dog i don't give a fuck if they're funny or not i just help I, give them a I, chance I, I, no i just help my people out bro and i know that sounds wrong because you know i've done that many times and they're like oh your people oh boom boom bro okay White people call it we're networking, you know. <laughs> Black people call it that's my peeps, you know. But but when Rasa helps Rasa, like oh, you know, people the Rasa, no, a la verga, man. You know, I got a show uh, DJ right here. He's my assistant and um, get information. I'm gonna be at the Laugh Factory uh, in West Covina, bro. Brand new. They just built a brand new uh, Laugh Factory. Yeah, right there. Hey, hey, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be there for a week. What's my week, bro? Yeah, shoot to that. Uh, oh my God! You should remember that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be October 28. I'm gonna be there for a week, bro. I got like five or six shows, and then and then I'm gonna put you cats up, bro. DJ, Anytime, DJ. anywhere, my no, boy. No, no, I, I know. Don't, don't. I know. At the end of the day, it's not gonna fall on him. It's gonna fall on you, dog. Please, my boy. Yeah, don't fuck up Take, like you did last week. <laughs> Tell him about last week, dog. Bad, bad you had me fucked up, Willie. This fucker told me, he goes, oh my God. he calls me like five times. Dude, you got that podcast today. You got that podcast. All right, bro, I got it. I got it. Send me the address. So he sends me an address, right? But I showed up hungry, bro. And then you got so many fucking taco trucks here, right? Fucking, I could smell that shit when I was driving. I said, fuck this, bro. I can't take it. So I fucking, I ordered like some tacos and they were taking their time. And I was looking at my phone. That's when I called you. I said, bro, I'm sorry. I'm going to be five minutes late. <laughs> And he said, five minutes late for what? I said, I said, our podcast, bro. What do you mean? Next week? I said, no, today. What are you talking about today? Yeah, podcast today. He goes, no. But I said, okay, bro. I'm going to call you right back. And I called him. The <laughs> fuck, DJ, man? <laughs> well, bro, he had, Willie had me tripping, bro, because I don't ever want to waste this man's time on nothing, dog. So I went back to my shit, and I was like, Willie, I was, I, I was like a motherfucking snitch, I was like, I'm going to send you the screenshot. This fool fucked up, not me, dog. <laughs> because I don't want to, I know what it is. This dude is, this dude is traveling, bro. He is all over the fucking, the, 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 the states, bro. You know what I mean? Um, but nah, brother. I'm, brother, like, thank you so much no, for Thank you for having me, bro. This has been bad as fuck, dog. Homie, homie, you brought me back old school. I, I, you brought me back, bro, when I was, you brought me back cruising Whittier. And you brought me back uh, Nicolas, bro, from back Nicolas. in the day. Oh, you did it. You said Nicolas. I've been in trouble there too many times. Hey, before we go, do you guys have any questions for Willie? I have one question. Go ahead, big dog. Okay. So as a comedian, because I'm, I'm a homie, right? You know, you know, George is a homie, a bunch of homies, right? Yeah. So when you're a comedian, they always tell you you should never wear shorts when you do comedy, though. I think it's stupid as fuck, right? I don't know. Listen, bro, right? I, don't know, I don't know who said but, what. No, no, because they, they say that if you're wearing shorts, because I wear long socks and shorts, right? They say that you should never wear sh uh, shorts because it, the audience doesn't take you seriously. All right. Have you ever heard that bullshit? Okay. No, I don't give a fuck. But here it is from years and years of, you know, Shooting. this and that. F fuck they. 
whoever they are, you got to take that away from the equation. There's no they anymore. There's only you. So you comes with, bro, meditating, walking, and you say, this is what I believe. Because every guy that's created something great uh, was not supposed to do it. You know? Every guy, bro. I don't, care, I don't give a fuck who it Thank was. Thank you, because I get shit, dog. Nah. I've, done, I've done the the Ontario Improv. They're like, oh, my God, he getting go shorts. Well, fuck, what do you want me to wear? Ankle shot, shorts? No, no. no <laughs> like, motherfuckers, they'll be like, we can't even see your knees. No. But bitch, I haven't seen my knees in 10 years. No, I mean, come on. No, they give you shit, right? No, no. But, you know, but yeah, what do you no. say? Stay be, real? Be, no, stay no. Real, right? No. Stay not, real? No, not stay real. To stay, me. Stay real to you. Exactly. To That's you. what I'm saying. Not, Thank you. Not... I, I, I want to critique uh, Beavs, and I want you to uh, maybe add to it. I'm going to critique Beavs because I love comedy, and I see Beavs. But I see Beavs, really, like right now, he's really going in on one audience. Which is my genre. But, but they, should you have a genre, Willie? No, no, here it is, bro. I'm going to ask you something, yeah, you know, from the heart, and you got to tell me, bro. Are you a cat that, that when you wake up, you say, you know what, I'm a... I want to research more. I, I, I want to grow more spiritually, intellectually, psychologically. Or do you wake up every day like, fuck it, this is me. Fuck it, this, this, this. this is how I do it. You know, I grew up as this, and this is who I am, right? So this is what I say. Is that who so, you are? Yes, this is what I love being who I am. Okay, I'm beautiful. But, but this, Okay, so I'll give you this. The way I look at it is you can't conquer this audience until you, like, in other, in, in other words, like for me to break through mainstream, I have to conquer my genre. Like, I have to have that box. And the Latino box supports me fully. They love me. But I'm learning to do more now. Like, what you're saying is branch out. And, no, and I no, 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 no. I was never going to say that, bro. <laughs> Peachy, mind reader. I wasn't even going to say that, bro. What do you mean? No, give him back the mic. 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 Bro, bro here it is, bro. You said something great. Conquer, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just conquer yourself. You're going to be yeah, fine. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Just conquer yourself. What is conquering himself? Yes. Yeah, okay. Obviously, bro, it's not in our culture yeah. because it's foreign to us. Yes. But love yourself first. Like, exactly. truly love yeah. yourself. You can't, fake, you can't fake the arts, bro. You can't fake bro. the funk. No, you got to love yourself in a real way, yeah. bro. Everything, man. Like, even, like, why you're overweight. You got to ask yourself. Yes, no, 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 nice, no, homie. no. A la verga, bro. Let's be honest here. No, no, yeah. See, he's going, jo- he's going jokey, jokey. No, a la verga, bro. You got to ask yourself, why Why do I eat like this? Why do I use food as a clutch? Because so, can't no, cook. No, no, see. See, bro. Hey, oh, babe, be vulnerable. Be, see, be yeah, vulnerable. You know, being vulnerable you, is Yeah, just, you're trying to hide behind okay, the fucking... You're no, trying no, to hide be, behind hey, the jokey hey, jokes. No, being vulnerable is just me being happy, dog. All right, all right. Then I then, then I can't teach you, bro. No, I was trying to. I, I can't teach you. Then, no, no, okay, teach you, me. Then. Because every time I say something, you fucking come like put them, put them. But tell you me, know, tell bro. Me. I want to know. Tell me. No, bro. Like you gotta ask yourself. You know, like okay, but I say it to myself, bro. Everything that I do, I, I'm I, I'm a flawed motherfucker, bro. You know, but we, the same thing you gotta say. Like I t- I tell the audience why I drink. I tell them, and they're. Their understanding is the same thing with you, bro. Tell the truth, man. Or, or we can call you Fluffy the Second. You know, if you don't want to tell the truth. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'll be fucking Fluffy. Hey, you want to ju- hide? You want to hide behind the truth? We'll call you Fluffy. I'll be the fucking Fluffy. Does he seem a little hard headed? A lot of a lot of fucking hard headed. Because everything I say, he's got a butt. But you know what, bro? When you're when you're learning, he's passing the mic. 
Nah, nah. Nah, but. Nah, but. <laughs> I, I, respect, I respect you. You know why? Because you done the time and you put in the hours, dog. I, I see your comedy, fool. It's a, and and I, I like it because it lands and it lands everywhere. I look at it like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, but I, isn't that, but we're different. Are you taking you notes? You, you got a fingerprint and I got a fingerprint. Bro, bro, you have your style, but I'm just giving you like, like a chip. things like a that chip. I believe yeah. that help you grow and, your and style. Your style. You, it's like when you teach boxing, right? My, my, my kids box. What does what a, a good boxing coach says? Stand comfortable. Where are you comfortable when you stand? They don't go, put your foot here, put your foot here, lift your hand here. No, when you throw chingasos, where are you relaxed? Now we're starting. Exactly. Same thing with fucking comedy, bro. It's like, you got to be comfortable with you. Not with me or not anybody else. So, anyways. Elias Zapeda, let's go. <laughs> Right, earlier, you were, earlier you were talking about uh, spirits, yeah. spirits, and like what holds you back as well. Mm -hmm. um, you familiar with the book, the the War of Art? The World of Art. The is, War of Art. The War of Art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, the, yeah, the War of Art is by a Japanese guy, correct? Stephen Pressfield. No, that's no, Art of War. That's, that's Art of, Art of War. War. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, War. that one I'm not familiar okay, with, bro. It's, it's very good at at um, for like competing um and beating actually a procrastination. So as far as the spirits go, they refer to them as like your muse. Your inspiration. Okay. So you're giving yourself up to your muse before you go on stage. Yes. And procrastination, that whole force that stops you from doing is called resistance. Okay. My question to you is when you feel resistance the most, what do you do personally to beat the, ahorita no, eh, right now no. I'll do it later. What do you do to beat that? Are you, are you talking about right before I go on stage? <laughs> no. To, to, to sit down and write, to put in the work that you have to before stage, before show. Okay, like, how do I get myself to the spot of writing when I don't want to write? Yep, you got to read a book by by uh, Stephen King called. And, 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 and I, I'm now I'm gonna fuck this up the title, but it's called something like the the fucking something of writing. Can you look it up, bro? By Stephen King, yeah. the art Come of on, writing Jay. or something. What Stephen King's book, bro? I got your answer. That's, a, that's our Jamie over there. Yeah, yeah, I got I got him. It's, it's Stephen King's book about writing. A book about writing, bro. And I know I know you'll find it. Coming right up. It's coming right up, bro. It's in the mustache, it, no, bro. No, He's no, got to no, find no, it. No, no, no. mustache. He'll find anything. You, you got it, bro. But anyways, I'll, I'll, as he finds it, I'm going to mm. tell you something. What he says is when you start writing, it's beautiful. And I, when, the reason I want to read this book because I knew. A memoir of, of yeah, on writing. Is it on What's writing that? a memoir of craft by Stephen King? Yeah. 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 Okay. That book, bro, I knew that he didn't write comedy, but I knew it's writing and yeah. everything's relative, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you're writing horror, love or comedy, you know, it's writing is writing, you're creating. And he said, and one, in that book he says like, uh, when you're a writer, he goes, let's say you're married in the book and you, and you got kids and you got this little apartment because you're poor as fuck and the washer and dryer are going off because you should be able to write on top of the fucking dryer your notes on top of the dryer because you have this love for the craft. Mm. He says, as you get better, then you can start. As you get better and you're making more money, you can go like, all right, fuck that. I want that fucking mahogany desk. And that's the desk I want. And this is my area. So, you know, there's levels to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like but, tears. But but tears. Yeah, but it's yeah. there, but I, what I got from reading that, bro, was there was no excuses for not writing great. You know, yeah. so anyway, that, that was that was yeah. my. 
Let's go, baby. Let's go. Like the, the solution to procrastination is realizing there is no excuse. Well, how do you feel? Yeah, how do you feel about a? Uh, uh, how do you feel about my boy right here? It, I, ah, man. You know, so my my both these dudes are hilarious. And I support these dudes to the fullest. Like, I want them to fucking strive, survive, and fucking come mm-hmm. the fuck up, bro. That's why I invited them here while you were here, brother. You know what I mean? Because we connect dots right. around here. But my boy Elias right here, bro. I mean, he's he's a... he's. You say you want to say like you don't even know you're he's, looking for he, the politically he, correct word. Nah. Now. No, bro. Had, I, I love him so much, said, bro. Lucky gets. I love him. No, he said, huh. no. He's crap. He's crip. Uh, he, he's a. <laughs> I, I, you guys got me. All right, you guys got me. But, but it's just it's, it's my love and respect for him, bro. I, it's my love and respect for him, dog. I don't want him no, to beat my ass, bro. I'm retarded as fuck. No, I don't want to. Check it out, bro. Like, you know what, dog? I don't give a fuck. Check it out, dog. Like, this dude right here, I love this dude. Like, crazy style, bro. No, no, and, no. And, But um, how do you feel about that, bro? Like, bro, he's a disabled no, no, comedian. He's not disabled, bro. He's an enabled motherfucker. I'm going to tell you this much. I believe this, bro. <laughs> this, 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 is my, this is my belief. And you, you I'm going to ask you something. And this could only be answered, bro. As I ask you this question, I want you to like touch your heart, not your brain. Yeah. Because I'm gonna ask you something deep. Right. And I would like to know. Because I that's what I believe. And I th- I feel because you are where you are here, even though these obstacles have happened in your life fact that you're here and not somewhere all drugged out in the corner, you know, lost. I believe like something happened, right? You don't have the use of your legs, but because you spend so much time with yourself, you've become a deeper thinker, way deeper, bro. Because you had a choice. Do I feel sorry for myself? Do I boom boom? Which we all do, right? We all do it. And everybody does it, but not to the extreme of where it it controls you. But the other side of it is because you have all this time by yourself, bro. You're able to analyze and get puzzles and unravel them. I believe because his situation, he's a way way deeper thinker, bro. And and I, I, I and and this is not I'm not, I'm trying I'm not trying to be humorous, but there was a show when I was a kid growing up called Kung Fu, and there was a guy who was blind, but he can hear shit that nobody could hear, yeah. you know, because his senses he had one sense that was taken away, but he multiplied the other sense, and I believe you have multiplied, you know. Your thinking process. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think about him. I think he's. I think he's. He's. Uh, can he? He's, can, gonna, he's gonna write amazing, fucking material where people are fucking dying, bro. Bro, I had a birthday party, dog, and he got on stage, bro, in his fucking wheelchair, bro. He talked about fucking helicoptering his dick, homie, <laughs> bro. He, helicopter, helicopter. <laughs> hey, bro, like this dude makes fun of his own self, bro. Dude, we all have to do that, bro. Shit. You know, everybody has to, bro. I make fun of my dick when, when I get drunk. I 
couldn't fuck my old lady, bro. My dick was drunk too, you know? We, we have to tell the truth. We have to tell the truth about who we are, man. Yeah. You know, and the, the truth, and what I tell this young comedian here, DJ, who works with me on the road, and he doesn't tell the truth about things when he first worked with me, and he's like, what did you think? And I said, I think you're full of shit. Because I didn't hear anything about who you are as a person. I heard something funny, but I still don't know you. Mm -hmm. I don't know who the yeah, fuck you like, are. I feel like you know, and comedians, um, you have a life, a mom, a dad, brothers, sisters, uncles that nobody had on this planet. Mm -hmm. You had the same thing, and as comedians, you know, you just want to be accepted, but you pussy out by doing general shit. Yeah. You know, talk yeah. about your real yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Doing knock knock jokes instead of fucking telling real so shit. With, yeah, with yeah. Yourself. And yeah. this, bro, this with your situation, I get it. It's part, you being in a wheelchair, it's part of who you are. Mm -hmm. A part. Yep, exactly. It's not who you are. Exactly. You're a friend. You, 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 uh, you have family. Mm -hmm. You have I, I, this, 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 this. That doesn't define you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This so. gives me good parking. That's it. There you go. I, I like that. <laughs> really bad scene, baby. All right. Hey, hey uh, all oh, where are you going to be at? Let's do that. I have a question. Uh, go ahead. So the, you, people would say I look like a young Bob from La Bamba, and you said that you actually know Sai. Do you have any stories? Um, <laughs> this is the longest fucking podcast no, I've we'll ever done in my life. We'll end it right now. We'll right. no, you got to no, be somewhere, bro. No, bro. Go, go, no, I'm kidding, brother. Go ahead. I'm, uh, I'm busting balls, bro. Go ahead. You got any stories with Bob from La Bamba? Isai is a, is, a, is a sweetheart, man, and uh, I've known him for three decades, and uh, and I was going to have a podcast maybe five years ago, but this dude that was working with me, we didn't click. I didn't know we didn't click. It was unknown to me, and all these, so all these episodes we shot are lost. So my episode of uh, Isai was this. I talked to him for... Uh, like this, right? Conversing for about an hour and a half with Isai. Uh, and uh, we talked about Sean Penn because he was in Bad Boys with Sean Penn back in the day. Um, and we were done, bro. And we wrapped up. We said goodbye. And he goes, man, Willie, he goes, you are the first guy to talk to me for an hour and a half. And not once you brought up La Bamba. He goes, and he goes, I forgot that I was raised by a stepdad. Nobody's ever talked to me about that. Because I had him bring out, what, what, what is it like being raised by a man that's not your father that comes into the situation and your, your mom shows up with this guy. Now you got to love him, but you don't love him. But you got to grow to love him. How awkward was that? And man, he let out his guts, bro. But he said, bro, nobody has asked me about my stepdad. So that's my situation, Isai. Uh, I love him to death. Isai, you know, I love you, big dog. Everybody give it up for <laughs> Willie Barcino. Hey, do you want to give me a shout-out to where you're going to be at? I know you said something during the podcast. Lips. Come here, fucker. Lips. Where am I going to be at, bro? Come here, man. Give him that mic over there, Give him that bro. mic. Give him that mic over there. Give him a mic. Lips, where am I going to be at the next... Uh, Show right, them so lips. Put, put the camera put, on. Sit, sit down, bro. Lips. Sit down. Sit down. You're not going to get raped. You see them lips. Sexy motherfucker. Some sexy ass lips, bro. <laughs> See the little hair. Oh, they got hair <laughs> on the casting on couch. Uh, all right, so next week, we, or this week, we got Simi Valley on Friday. 
At Junior's Comedy Club. Uh, hey, somebody just corrected. They said it's not called Junior's. It's called JR's, bro. Fucking big fucking. That's your friend, Willie. You, you told me this. I thought, I thought that, that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah. I don't fucking know. Uh, then, Simi Valley, man. And then uh, next week, we got Minneapolis at the Temple Theater. Temple Theater, Min- Minneapolis. Mad love, man. Then um, then we got Park West Theater in Chicago. Park uh, West Theater, Chicago. Week. Chicago, man. You know, we got Mad... Mad Rasa there, bro, in, in Chi Town. There's a lot of Chi Towns that oh, tap in bro. right here. Mad bro. love, oh, bro. Mad love, Chicago. Love yeah. you, but I just don't love your your pizza, man. All right, I'm sorry, man. I, it's it too much tall. bread. I love you guys. Don't get mad at me. And then uh, <laughs> the following week, we got Friday Stephen Steakhouse. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing okay. some old. I'm yeah, doing an oldie show, bro. Right on the street right here. Yeah. And then Riverside uh, Fox Theater with Paul with Paul Rodriguez. And okay, he, and these okay. two vatos, these two okay. vatos, and put them two, in the show. Okay, yeah. These two vatos are going to be with Paul Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. Paul Rodriguez yeah. and motherfucking Willie, baby. Yeah, you, Let's and go. these two vatos at the Fox Theater, uh, Inland Empire. What's the date again? Uh, June twenty fourth. June twenty fourth. Two shows. Two shows. Two. No, one show, right? Is it one show? It's one show. One show. One show. One show. Hey, throw them one alley oop and see what they do with it, baby. You gonna be like, hey, he's gonna open up now. We got this. We got this. Thank you, Willie. Thank you, Willie. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much, dog. That's love, baby. That's stupid love, dog. Respect right back, bro. Thank you, brother. Hey, dog. This has been. This has been just Willie for president. This has been absolute. A fucking pleasure, bro. No, I, we you. have a lot of podcasts here, dog, and this one right here really just like lighting up my heart, bro. And just like, bro, this is just like you an amazing spirit, brother. And you talked about bringing your spirit on stage with you, saying, "Hey, whatever is going to be next, like spirit, step up." Yeah, yeah. I mean, brother, you are amazing. We love you, brother. And uh, thank, thank you, you so man. much. No, let, let me let me just reciprocate on that, man. Thank you, guys. Everybody that's here. Everyone that's here, man, thank you guys for letting me be a part of you guys. And La Pura Neta, La Pura Neta, for those people that don't know what that means, man, that's like, you can't, like, that's from the heart. La Pura Neta, thank you for having me. Uh, and uh, this was, uh, I've been been on many podcasts, bro. This is, uh, this, is, this, is, this is fucking badass. It's one of the it's one of the ones up the up echelon yeah, uh, ones, right? Uh, fuck yeah, oh, fuck brother, yeah, homie. We love you so much. Man, I love you right back. And I dog. knew this was gonna be what it is, brother. And I don't want to fuck. No, I know you gotta no. be somewhere right now, and I want to just keep you all to myself nah, and hook bro, you like nah. a little teddy bear, bro, dog. Love you, love you back, big dog. You know, just uh, hey, brother. We love you, brother. Nah. Hey, uh, Hoodstocks community, follow this dude. Pull up to his motherfucking shit. I'm pulling up when these motherfuckers perform right here. Hey, dog. Hey, anybody that comes to Hoodstocks, you know they about the real shit, dog. And this is a real dude with real jokes, real comedy, real life, dog. You know what I mean? He been through the grime. He been through the fucking struggle. And life wasn't motherfucking easy. And he raised up. He raised up with good fucking energy. Have good energy. Yeah. Meditate if you have to. I don't know. You know what I mean? Meditate, pray, whatever, bro. Yeah, it's whatever, all the same. It's all, whatever it's all works one for the you. same, yeah. Hey, everybody. Give it up for Willie.